Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Man, he was in my face. I'll be your face. It don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning is winning. I don't have friends. I got family. Yes, vroom, vroom, and welcome to Fast Friends, presented by the NBA. That's game. The boys are back, breaking down every film from the Fast and Furious franchise on deck today. The fifth movie in the series, conveniently titled Fast Five. I'm Jay Eski. It's always fast. Sometimes furious, along with our FF expert, Trey Kirby. Hey, yo! Hey, yo! We got our super producer, JD. Hello! There he is. And you see him here on YouTube, our special guest today, bringing him back like your favorite characters in Fast Five. <laughs> it's former Starters producer and our good friend, Matteo. What's up, bud? What's up? Call me Sweaty Letty. so excited to have you joining us here for fast five why this one matt (laughs) well this is the one you asked me on thank god you didn't ask me on a later one because i had to watch five movies in the last like three days oh wow you You went backstory i love it well i couldn't just come on and first of all and i listened to all your podcasts so that was like a lot of content. Wow. Oh my goodness. Well, I don't so want you, to repeat you stuff. You honestly that you've didn't said. feel comfortable just watching Fast Five coming on and <laughs> shooting the shit for an hour and a half about it. You had to go back, watch all four previous movies, listen to all four podcasts. It's insane. Do you hear me speaking with an Australian accent? Do I look like Lee Ellis? Oh my God. That's amazing. <laughs> so different. You're so different. Well, we are Did pl- you watch Los Bandoleros and the Turbocharged play- Prelude to Too Fast, Too Furious? Are you a real sicko? No, no, I'm not Good. a real sicko. Uh, Good. I heard you guys talking about them, and I thought, uh, that's not for me. And, and I should say, um, I did not watch Too Fast, Too Furious. I merely watched um, a YouTube recap, and then I listened to the podcast. Mm. Because I knew that was going to be the worst one, and I had other things to do. Um. Have you seen all of these movies before? Like when they came no, out? No, that's my point. Wow. Ah, you had never ever seen ah, okay, 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 okay. So I, weirdly, the only one I've ever seen was Tokyo Drift. Really? Interesting. Yeah. yeah nice, nice. Because. Big Han fan. Yeah. When we were, um, like when we'd travel, like do family trips outside of Canada, because we didn't have HBO in Canada as three of you or two of you will remember mm-hmm. so and we go to like a hotel a motel i'd turn that tv on and if there was hbo i would be in front of it all day right. and all night and one time like tokyo drift was on and i was like yeah sure i'll watch whatever it is they're programming here <laughs> cool. and um yeah so i uh, so i saw that and i i knew that everyone said this film is an aberration it's not like the other ones but and I didn't mind it, but I don't know why I just never felt the urge to check out these. Uh, I mean, probably because I fucking hate cars. Mm, wow. <laughs> well, maybe we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll tackle that as we go on here mm. on Fast Friends. Um, if you're a friend of Fast Friends, thank you. Keep tweeting in your thoughts at NoDunksInc on Twitter. Email in your questions, NoDunks at TheAthletic.com. Put Fast Friends 
in the little subject header there, make it easier for us. And if you haven't already, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and or subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. That stuff really helps us out. Okay, so you're not a gearhead. You hadn't seen a lot of these. You've done a bunch of homework, though, over the last little while, catching up on these movies. Let's get into it. We're going to break it down. I know you got something special in store on this show a little bit later, Matty-O. Mm-hmm. But it is Fast Five, spring of 2011. That's when they released this one. So we're a, we're a decade in, I guess, in the series, TK. The first one, I think, was 2001. That's so that's right. where we are with Fast Five. Budget, $125 million. Box office, $626 million worldwide. Ah. Uh, one of the best movies, Ooh. I believe, of that year in 2011 in terms of uh, just box office gross. The Skinny. Dominic Toretto and his crew of street racers plan a massive heist to buy their freedom while in the sights of a powerful Brazilian drug lord and a dangerous federal agent. Stars, and this stars everybody. Uh, <laughs> of course, Vin Diesel. Of course, Paul Walker. Jordana Brewster. Tyrese. Ludacris. Sung Kang, who is, who is Han. Gal Gadot, The Rock. It goes on and on and on. I mean, this is amazing. And we'll get to that scene when the whole band gets back together. But once again, this was directed by Justin Lin, his, uh, his third in a row. You saw the first one. You saw Tokyo Drift. Justin hung around for uh, FF4, and here he is for Fast Five. So you never saw this when it first came out, but we always start by asking Trey, who is the true sicko here of Fast Friends, what do you remember spring 2011? I got to assume with The Rock being in this, Trey Kirby was definitely going to see this in theaters. Opening night, dog. Back to the AMC Yorktown cinemas with my man, Adam. And we were unsure this morning going through it. Did Tony Porro come with us or was that to the Expendables? It's hard to remember at this Mm. point, but of course I was hype skeets. I already loved Fast and Furious. Uh, The fourth one came out, re-energized the series. Now they're adding The Rock. I love them from wrestling. I saw The Mummy Returns. I saw Scorpion King in theaters. I saw Be Cool in theaters. I love the other guys. He had a tiny role in the other guys, but he crushed it. It seemed like The Rock was going to be the perfect fit for this. And I think he was. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, So I was, uh, the expectations were sky high and they still exceeded it. I love it. JD, after FF4, you know, on that podcast, we did talk about like the direction is changing here. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, we're getting away from the street racing, (laughs) just talking about the cars and how fast they are. Uh, And we are getting into this whole idea of, uh, you know, Ocean's Eleven. um, What else? Like the heist movies of of yesteryear and that they're just going to lean into this. And that's exactly what this movie is. Are you a fan of that? Hmm. It's a good it's a great question. I mean, I I, not really, to be honest, Mm. Um, only because this franchise, I've realized it really inspires me to want to watch other movies. Like this movie made me want to watch Ocean's Eleven right. or or uh, or one of the Macquarie uh, uh, Mission, Mission Impossible, Impossible movies. Sure. Or, you know what I mean? Or even The Fugitive. The, there's a lot of Fugitive in here. Um, yeah. In fact, I think the is it I read. I don't know if this is true. Did was Tommy Lee Jones supposed to play Hobbs originally? That's that was the original casting idea. It's yeah. the same character. Like, <laughs> exactly. If it was Tommy Lee Jones, it would literally just be just 
plot hit him and his team just plopped from the fugitive into this movie which which would have been weird that would have been crazy that the fugitive and fast and furious would be in the same universe right oh yeah but uh i want you to search every car garage (laughs) penthouse factory (laughs) outhouse outhouse doghouse doghouse I was trying to think of other places you keep cars, and I could only come up with. I could only come up with garage, garage? factory, (laughs) (laughs) driveway. But yeah, I mean, like this. This 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 this, these movies. I've just got. This is my problem with it. It's it's like pantomime, and I mean that in the British sense, right? Where it's just over the top. Uh, super earnest, but it's and that, that kind of thing works for satire and comedy, but it doesn't work for action and drama for me. Like it's mm. just so incredibly cringe to me when they, you know, all of it is just it's just it's just too much for me. And I can I never once think or believe that I'm not watching a movie. Like I'm always just okay, well this is fun and I'm I have fun sitting there wisecracking with Jackson and going, Wow, this is this is crazy or that was stupid or whatever. But I'm never like, you know, white knuckling it and going, holy shit, like uh but I have mad respect for the stunts and the spectacle of the thing, but uh I will never, I don't think, get into any of these movies and uh and looking ahead at five more of these things, I'm just like, oh my god! But you're saying when you watched Ocean's Eleven, you're like, a hundred percent, I'm watching guys rob a casino here. No, it's I, but I feel like it was just it's just done better. All due respect to Justin Lin, Steven, he's no Steven Soderbergh, you know what I mean? And like, it's just that sort of self awareness. Uh, it, it, it's hard to do. I mean, and and uh, yeah, it, it's a good. It's a fair point, Trey. But you know, I, I'm having way more fun watching Ocean's Eleven because it's not. It doesn't take itself so seriously. Fast and Furious absolutely takes oh, yeah. itself Fast and incredibly serious. serious, and it's just it just doesn't work. I mean, yeah. it's like it's like uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna confess something to you guys, and uh, you probably know this about me. Maybe you don't. I hate wrestling. Like I hate right. wrestling. Yeah. It's uh, it, and it's the same problem. It's just super earnest and i know that it's staged i have respect for the stunts what no it's not it, it is staged to me skates. i'm it. sorry oh. but but uh you know and one of my favorite sports movies is is about wrestling and uh it's it's great uh, but i just wait I which movie the wrestler it's called uh no it's oh. called um uh fighting with my family Ever heard of this? Oh, oh. with a uh, page in it. Page, it came yeah. out recently, yeah, I think, right? Just I think it's got a rock Renee cameo Piquette. in it, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, it rock, the rock's in it. He's one of the yeah. producers, actually. And he's great in it. It's it's <laughs> it's it's awesome. But, uh, you know, I think it... I was never allowed to watch wrestling as a kid. Like, my dad hated wrestling. Like, right. he hated it. He was a cop. He would go do pay duties at Maple Leaf Gardens. And the worst, and he would have loved the big boss man. <laughs> he hated. He hated. He, it wasn't the wrestling. He hated the fans. The, the worst Ooh. thing you could be called by my dad to this day is a wrestling fan. He he's like, oh, you know why Trump got erect, elected? Wrestling fans. The wrestling fans <laughs> came out in droves, and it, and it's still. Uh, he, so maybe that scarred me, but yeah, uh, I think so. I just uh, I just can't get into it. I. Mm. You know, I, I enjoy movies. I love movies. Um, but uh, if if I if I'm not engaged enough to be like, you know, 
like I want to be in it. I want to forget that I'm watching a movie and that will never happen with these movies. That said, this was kind of fun to watch. Well, I was worried, Matt, when I started watching this and got like halfway through, I was like, is there going to be a podcast here? Like, have we reached a point in this like franchise or this series? Like, it felt like the first couple movies, having never seen them, of course, they're of course silly. There's these weird lines. There's like this weird, obviously, plot. And I was just like, this now is just an action movie. And I'm like, yeah, there are some funny lines. And we're going to go through the whole damn thing here. But I was like, uh-oh. Have we, have we reached a part of the <laughs> franchise where this may not make it for a good podcast series? Oh, we'll find out whether I'm right or wrong. But any any concern, you think, after just watching it and going, okay. you know, what, what, First impression, I guess, is what I'm getting at with you here. Well, my biggest concern when you asked me to come on and talk about it was that I was really not going to like it because I don't want to just come on and, and yuck someone's yum, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, the top line is this is a perfectly fine, good action movie. Yes. yes. So don't worry if you're listening to this. I thought it was good. Okay. Um, but I, you know, just want to say that because maybe I came in a little hot off the top, but I was also saying that I don't know anything about these movies, but I did want to show you that I have some Fast and the Furious credentials. So I'm watching Fast and Furious 1, and before Dominic Toretto even pulls up to Toretto's market, I'm like, uh, Leo pointing me, I'm like, he's in Angelino Heights, which is, you know, like blocks from my house. So... <laughs> I run by it all the time. So yesterday I ran by it. Of course, the one day I go to take the picture, there's like two trucks parked yeah, in front yeah. of it. Mm. But um, there's Toretto's Market, as you could see. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got the tuna? <laughs> they make a wonderful tuna sandwich. Really? I hear oh, nobody wow. likes the tuna. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to go for a run and stop midway and have some tuna. Well, Toretto's. It was, I, first of all, Skeets, you'll know the pain. I, I, when I was running, I had to take my phone with me to take that picture. Oh, so that wow, was that was the big sacrifice I made because I was you. moving so fast. <laughs> and actually, just think about it now. That's why I refer to myself as Sweaty Letty off the top because I'm because <laughs> I'm running and sweating in the picture, which a joke that really no one could get. Um, okay, so yeah, here's Toretto's market. Oh yeah, I know the forehead's pretty uh pretty sweaty. yeah. yeah there's there. some beats, some waves there. So let's jump ahead here, JD. And okay, here's uh, sweaty Letty, sweaty Letty wow. for sure in this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, sweaty Letty. Just down. Just this is a block away from Toretto's Market. Is uh, the the Toretto family estate? Wow. <laughs> and like, okay, do people do people know this? Oh yeah, because I knew the house was in the area, but I googled it, and it's it's everywhere. It's seven two two. East Kensington, I think. Okay. You could see behind me, there's like a, a no trespassing sign. And then oh, yeah. um, you can barely make it out, but like where the stairs are, there's mm. actually a wire, like a chain wire across before oh. you even get to the oh, gate. Yeah. And there's a placard on it that's like private property. Oh, so, wow. um, and if you um, and if you got close enough and, and just listened closely, could you hear uh, Vince <laughs> strumming a guitar? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just in case someone walked by the window like yeah. me and said, hey, that guy's going to make it one day. Just noodling a little bit. Okay. Wow. So this is right in your area. I don't know how far you're running nowadays, but not that No, no. Far. This is very close. Like wow. Wow. Five okay. minutes away. So you have a connection. Are people like street racing in front of this house? Ooh. That would be like a great way to pay homage, right? 
So what I, I mean, I'm putting this all together now. I mean, this has nothing, one has nothing to do with the other, but that house is like a block away from Sunset, which is sort of the main artery that goes through Echo Park and through basically all of Los Angeles. And there is a huge car culture scene here especially like seemingly in the Latino community. So sometimes I'll be coming home and they'll be like, the streets will be packed. Like people will be kind of like standing on the street and you're like, where, what's going on? Like, was there an accident? And it's like literally a chain of low riders doing the, like the oh, hydraulics yeah. thing. Like, like it's the still DRE video Oh, nice. and people are just like, you know, going nuts. And, it, and you know what? They're right. Cause it's pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's every Sunday they have, um, you know, they have like a, I don't know, parade, a showcase or something right. On, right on Sunset. And that is like literally where they are a block from the Fast and Furious house, which I I don't think one has anything to do with the other. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. It's all okay. it's all happening. If you um, like cars, this is the place to be. And I that's know why are, I picked it. We are talking about Fast Five here and we're sort of going back here and you're showing us like these incredible you know scenes here from uh, the first one, I guess. You also said offline to us that you have been to, what was it, Neptune's Net? I would have also done a, a picture of that, but it's too far. That's okay. like an, but an you hour have, and you've 20 minutes. You've eaten there. Oh yeah, I've eaten there. Shrimp? It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> uh, here, here's the thing the I'll say about immaculate. it. Yeah. It's it's so it's just north of Malibu. It's in Ventura County, and if you're out there, I would definitely recommend going because it is an absolute scene, and it's cool, and you're right next to the ocean, and it's beautiful. Um, and and eat the food, and just don't have high expectations right. for it. Okay. If you want better food from a similar seaside shack, I would recommend going a little further south to Malibu Seafood, which <laughs> sounds fancy, but it's not fancy. Okay, <laughs> good to know. Um, yeah. Have you been to, uh, well, I was going to say Rio de Janeiro, but I think most of this was shot in Puerto Rico, actually. Yeah. Uh, but any, uh, any Brazilian ties here as we get into Fast Five? Uh, zero Brazilian ties, but mm. if I went to Rio de Janeiro, I guarantee you I'd be watching HBO. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, okay, into Fast Five, we'll, we'll take this uh, basically scene by scene here. Uh, again, shout out to Wikipedia for helping us out with the breakdown. This movie starts... Uh, as most of you, I'm sure, listening and watching, if you've been following Fast Friends, it starts where FF4 ends, uh, which we were excited about. I remember talking about, oh, okay, they're coming to break out Dom. Dominic Toretto, he's being transported to prison. He's on a bus. And at the end of FF4 into F or Fast Five, whatever the heck we're calling these, his sister Mia and Brian O'Connor, Paul Walker, they lead an assault on the bus, freeing Dom. And then while the authorities are searching for them, they escape to Rio de Janeiro. That's how we get there. But boom, just like all these movies, Trey, we got an action-packed scene. Uh, it was a bus this time, not a truck like it usually is. But what did you think of the, uh, the opening action scene here? Hit you right in the face. Fast Five is back. I love it. We're picking up immediately after we left off. That's pretty crazy. You're even seeing the very same scenes that were in, yeah. that there, in the end of uh, Fast Four. My favorite part... Um, of this whole thing, of this whole plan to rescue Dom from uh, the prison transport is that as it happens, the bus, or I guess the bus is going flipping like crazy. They eventually get him out and they're showing it on the TV and you can hear the TV voiceover says, amazingly resulted in no fatalities. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for throwing that in so that we know that these are good guys. They're not letting the actual criminals get away. We're just get, getting the one criminal that we like. We're getting him out of here. The rest of the criminals are staying put. Uh, I thought that was a hilarious part, but I mean, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. We've talked a few times about like uh, if they had tried to use these preludes or these short films as the intro scene to a movie because that's the only place that it would really fit. This, they didn't even bother. They're like, 
we've got two movies here. We just chopped it in half and we'll run back the first one. Gives you a lot of energy heading into Fast Five for sure. Oh my God. To set the scene here, I was watching Fast Five in a, in a different location, in a different country completely. Wow. Uh, where the so HBO sucks. Couldn't uh, watch it on HBO. <laughs> yeah, up here in Canada. I think I was watching it, I want to say on Prime. A little Amazon there, I think. Uh, it was a rental, $4.99. Shout out to Lori for the account. Uh, <laughs> watching it at my in-law's house, and my mother-in-law had seen it, Nora's watching it. Lori's actually there too. Uh, Nora's sister, and we. I when I watch a movie, I mean Nora and I both. I'm not a big lights off everywhere in the room to watch a movie. I don't need to pretend we're at the theater. Uh, I'm fine with a lamp on. I'm fine. Like I, you know, I don't need to do this damage to my eyes and all that. Also, I tend to watch a movie at a pretty normal volume level. I think. Well, not Lori. Lori wanted lights <laughs> off, volume cranked. It's the loudest I've ever watched a movie. And my God, JD, this first scene where the bus is like flipping a hundred times, somehow everybody survives. Like, this was a crazy cool scene, uh, but holy shit, was it loud for me. Uh, but I was into it. Like all these movies, they've done an incredible job. The first scene of like generally hooking you, I think. Yeah, uh, of like, okay, well, this is, there's some budget here to play with. We're gonna blow up a bunch of things, and they blow, they go on to blow up a whole bunch more in this movie. But what did you think of the first scene? What did I think? I I thought it was great. Uh, I loved seeing that completely empty bus going over, <laughs> over, and over and over. Uh, <laughs> you know, again, it, it's uh, you know, is is anyone surviving that crash? I mean, who cares, right? I right. mean, it's about the spectacle, and it was it was cool, and uh, I enjoyed it. And and Justin Lin is very, very, very good. I, I, I don't know if it's Justin Lin or the stunt coordinator, uh, but however they do these things, and I think most of these things are practical effect. Like, there's no CGI in that particular scene. It's just literally a bus flipping over and over and over. And it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, I know it's... Um, I know you're not going to get the reference, JD, or your dad is definitely going to hate the reference, <laughs> but this movie is like sort of a Royal Rumble where... Mm we just keep getting the old timers back. Like it's a, the clock counts down and then it's like, Oh, who's coming out behind the curtain? Oh my God, it's Vince. Uh, Vince draws number one in the Royal Rumble. Vince, uh, Vince is back. Because that is where we, we head to, uh, you know, we we are now awaiting Dom's arrival. What happened here? They freed him and then they split up immediately. Is that, is that right? I guess they'd yeah. be looking. They'd be looking for three people together. Skates. That's that's the problem. Right. They're gonna be looking for the three of us. <laughs> can I, can I'm I, going my way. You go your two way. Yeah. Two. In in that first scene, I I don't know if you guys know who this is, but the first um the first announcer they go to that's talking about the crash is oh, yeah. heard happily. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Do you watch Parks and Rec? Mm-hmm. So on Parks and Rec, there is a sort of minor tertiary character that is a tv newscaster okay and the joke is that he's like a hilariously kind of inept broadcaster but it's the same guy playing the broadcaster oh but, wow i mean i understand it's the same guy but he's using the same voice with the same cadence with the same affect and parks and rec was on tv at this point already so i get did he was he on parks and rec and then used that as his audition tape for like i listen i could be a newscaster and then if it's the same character, is that does that mean that like Leslie Nope and all of them exist in the Fastiverse? Oh, that's what I thought you were getting at. Yeah, mm. for sure it does. Yes, I think that, so. That's wow. exciting. So, that's very exciting. Theory. I love it. <laughs> well, so 
Okay, they have split up to then go to Rio de Janeiro. They're awaiting Dom's arrival. Mia and Brian, they run, they, they, they stumble upon Vince. Yes, he is alive. Arm looking good, I would say, right? Like he looking nearly all lost, right. Nearly looking lost that great. digit. And it was he looking, looks, he looked good. Great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he looked good. He's been flourishing. <laughs> Last time we saw him, he was wearing two tank tops at the same time. That's right. That's I right. do like that when we first see Vince, the first thing he says, Buster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah what good. a throwback. Thanks yeah. for throwing it in, Vince. Uh, Come they, on in. They're there. Yep. Vince and, his, and these other friends of his. That Now they got to do a job, though. And it's just like right into it. Man, we just escaped from the authorities and we got to go right into to trying to steal these cars. We haven't even eaten. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Vince is usually hungry. That's uh, well, right. but that, that's uh, the whole like, point. Yeah. That they're like so haggard and tired and they can't eat and, and their clothes are all tattered. They need the money. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. And, and perfect timing. We got some cars to steal from a train. Uh, yeah. I, which I guess if Tommy Lee Jones was in this movie as The Rock, he could add that. You know, you check every car garage, parking lot, train. People are like, train? Would cars be on a train? Just check it. Trust uh, me. So. Uh, hold on. You, uh, yeah, uh, Mia ahead. reveals that she's pregnant, right? Uh, yeah, no, yeah, wait, she doesn't well, reveal it. Oh, come on. Jeez. To the audience, perhaps. <laughs> to the audience. You barf on, if you're a woman and you barf on screen, you're pregnant. It's that, and if you cough and you're any character, you're gonna die. That's it. Those are the rules, man. Yeah, yeah but but I, I say that because there'll be like at least two other scenes where she's trying to tell Brian that she's yeah. pregnant, and it, and of course gets interrupted. I also want to point out. You guys have been talking because I was listening to the podcast, like, oh, Corona, Corona, oh, we got to get Coronas for this show. I see JD has one. But they sit down for this scene where they meet Vince, and they're all drinking beer. And I'm like, well, what's uh, mm. going on here? That's not Corona. Yeah. Well, it's a... It's a Brahma. Oh, he's got himself a Brahma. <laughs> yeah. It's a Brahma? <laughs> Named uh, after the Rock's Brahma Bull tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, be surprising. It's the Brazilian what you, Corona. What do you actually got in oh. there? Like kombucha or something? No, <laughs> no, it's a, it's a Bud Light. It's, oh. a Bra- it's a Brahma Light. <laughs> it is weird, though. Like, what happened to them leaning into the Corona angle? Uh, didn't get the well, Matt, you also shared with us an infographic regarding how many Coronas are drank on screen during the franchise. They come back to Coronas, too. They just had to leave them behind in Brazil, I suppose. Go for the Brahmas. Yeah. Uh, Maybe they don't have Corona in uh, Rio. I was wondering that, too, but that seems... Come on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, One more thing I wanted to point out about Rio. So, first shot we get is that establishing shot of the Christ the Redeemer, you know, which is, you know, standard for if if anything's going to be set in Brazil. But it was a long shot, and JD had me, uh, you know... It reminded me of when you were talking about how Justin Lin told Vin Diesel that he was Jesus. Yeah. And then first thing we get oh, yeah. before we see uh, Dom is a long shot of Jesus. <sighs> yeah, absolutely. So, and, 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 it's, and it has a, it has a chain on, too. A giant <laughs> yeah. chain on the statue. Yeah, Dom the Redeemer. Dom the Redeemer. <laughs> wow. Sounds good. Good call. That was a long, long shot. You're right. Uh, that's what they're driving home there. Well... We are now right to the train scene here, and this is pretty amazing, I will say. Um, pretty, pretty, pretty weird way to like break some cars off of a train, but cool nonetheless. Brian and Mia discover that agents from the DEA are also on that train, and that the cars are seized property. That's what they figure out here. 
Dom arrives. He's there. We're back, baby. He's got his uh, team, his own accomplices. And then they realize, though, that the leader, who I think is named ZZ. Yeah. Yeah. He's only interested in stealing one car. They're stealing multiple cars, but he's really only interested in the Ford GT40. Beautiful car. Beautiful car, by the way. Um, so <laughs> Dom, like, he, call, he, he calls an audible. He basically is like, to his sister, you steal that car. But it's not going with ZZ and his boys. Tells her to take off, basically. And then we get the huge fight between Dom and Brian and then ZZ and his henchmen, during which ZZ kills the DEA the DE, DE agents assigned to the vehicles. Giant scene, crazy scene, JD. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think about the technique of how to take a car off a moving train, though, and how they go about it? <laughs> I mean, I thought it was kind of cool, to be honest. Uh, I could have done without all of the the lead up, like seeing it, you know, uh, go up and down and and race towards the train. Like, all right, we were just off roading in this weird vehicle. Fine, but uh, I that scene I found incredibly confusing. I did not understand what what the. I couldn't t- read their body language. I couldn't understand what the problem was. <laughs> You're stealing the cars. ZZ wants this car. So Dom's like, oh, he wants that car? Well, I guess we're stealing that car, but aren't they all working together? You know, Right. right. Uh, and uh, so I, I, I was very, very confused. So What, what I was confused about is... Let, well, let me just do a quick role play with myself here let me play with myself for a second um (laughs) if someone comes to you and goes uh i need to steal these cars and they're on a train and they're guarded by dea agents and it's going to be a really tough mission but i'm hiring you because you're the best and these are super valuable cars okay they're very important to me never mind that we're later going to find out that they weren't important but to them as far as they know these are very expensive very important cars yeah they're like uh yep okay cool yeah no we can do that Okay, you sure? Because it's going to be very dangerous. Yeah, no, we can definitely do it. Okay, so since the cars are so expensive and important to me, I assume you have like some sort of uh, way, like a uh, cargo thing to put the cars oh, sure. in, and then you'll <laughs> drive the cargo thing to us. And he's like, oh, no, no, we're not going to do that. Oh, well, what do you mean? Well, we're going to drive the cars. Are you going to drive the cars I'm hiring you to steal? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you're going to drive them, like, super gently on, like, normal (laughs) terms. Oh, no, 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 sir, sir, sir. We will be speeding them over desert sand, rock, stones, shrubbery. Yeah. Uh, Oh, okay, well. Go ahead, anyway. Yeah. You need a better way to steal a car than driving the very car you're stealing. If someone wants the car. Now, again, in the end, we find out they don't want the yeah. car, but... It's all yeah, but in this world, every drug lord works exclusively with speed racing drivers. So, if you're asking your associate, who is guaranteed to be a speed racing driver, to steal your car, you have to expect they're going to drive them. They, mm. they have yet to say, hey, steal me those cars as a transport, right? Like, put them onto a bus and we'll ship them somewhere if you're telling somebody to steal a car, they're joyriding. We've all seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's what happens. When you get in somebody else's car, you're driving it as fast as you possibly can. Sometimes on the road, sometimes off the road. Yeah. And sometimes into a, riv- a river. Well, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's how this scene ends. But I, I loved the just... And I'm with you, JD. I did find everything a little confusing. Like, with the help of Wikipedia there breaking it down, it made a little more sense. But I'm not even sure I, I knew how they picked up 
that they were the like of course they saw the cops on the train Mm -hmm. but then like the link to the cars and then why one of them was so important like how quickly it was all happening was a little confusing though i loved the cars coming sideways off the train onto that onto that the loader truck the loader yeah yeah that just looked cool it was cool it was very cool um, I I also appreciated uh, them trying to inject logic into what was happening. Like the DEA agent, when they realize the train's being robbed, one of them yells, "Don't stop the train, no matter what happens!" <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh like, yeah, that's our number one uh, complaint <laughs> all Never the time. Stop. Just that's stop. Right. Why don't they just stop? But nope. You can't. <laughs> Whatever happens, don't stop the train. <laughs> There's no reason. It seems like a good idea to actually stop it and see what's happening. Yeah, but anyways, that's uh, I appreciated that that uh, that little throwaway line. Okay, they don't want them to stop, so they're not going to stop. But uh, why aren't they not stopping? Who knows? But, yeah, uh, yeah, it's good. Well, I think what happens that tips them off is they see they see the cops on the train, right? And then Brian is like looking, <laughs> like punches out the thing and is looking through the keys. <laughs> yeah, just recognizes the keychain. Oh, uh, that's right. You're oh, right. these are DEA keys. <laughs> right. That's weird. Uh, and then you know they they got that little bit of doubt in their mind. Suddenly the guns going off and the DEA agent finally looks and says, hey, "We're not stopping this train." But you know if uh, I guess. Uh, the original criminals, if they hadn't pulled any guns, the DEA would have never even looked. Like they would have had yeah. no reason to check outside because they were just cruising along. They had, by the time the agents found out, two of the three cars were already long yeah. gone. Yeah, you're right. right. You're right. Like, just keep it cool. You had it. You had it under wraps, but uh, somebody got a little antsy with the gun. Yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah, they can hear the gunshot. Uh, can't hear the side of the train being ripped off. <laughs> yes. Uh, cars being fired up and uh, ripped out the side of it. Yeah, no, it's a good. that is a good point. In a, in a, uh, and a scene that didn't make it into the movie, Brian uh, smashed that little glass, looked at the keys, and was like, hey, a Grateful Dead uh, keychain. Uh, I think that's Larry Luke made this. Uh, this is cool. Um, anyway, so they jump off. Yeah, let's talk about that part, Matt. Um, well, before even the jump, I do have to mention, there's no doubt in my mind that Dom murders a guy in this scene. He straight up throws a guy out of the oh, train yeah. into a bridge. Yeah. Like, the bridge is right there. But, you know, he's a... Uh, as they make very clear in this movie, if Dom and Brian and Hobbs are killing criminals, like, don't even worry about it, man. Yeah. It's fine. It's totally fine. These people are collateral damage in the Fast universe. Is that Dom's first death? Like, or a kill? That could very Ooh, well be. I think, I think so. so. Yeah, maybe. I can't remember one from these. The, the well, I'll jump to this because there's a part where when Hobbs shows up, he says, um, he brings up that story about Dom again, like, this guy's scum. He wants beat a man to an inch of his life with a socket wrench or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why is everyone in this series so hung up on that? This yeah. guy's been done a lot way worse stuff <laughs> since then. <laughs> As far as I remember, that happened when he was basically a kid. Yeah. He went to juvie for it. Yeah. And since then, he's been robbing <laughs> trucks. As far as Hobbs knows at that point, he's killed DEA agents. But he's very fixated on the fact that he beat a man with a wrench. Right. Like, probably 25 years ago. Yes. Like, update your files, you know? Right, <laughs> right, right. That's, right. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, what did you think, Matt, of the sort of the ending of this whole, you know, robbery, uh, the train robbery, where they do... 
jump off the cliff there's like the the drama with the bridge coming up and of course the train's still there and uh they're driving alongside it and they run out of they run out of road really and Mm. uh just take it airborne i think there is one cool shot you guys probably know the one i'm talking about where like it's like they're on a roller coaster right like the g like they're they're floating uh Mm -hmm. which i'd love to know how they shot that it looks badass it does uh, look good where dom i think is driving right and then brian's Mm -hmm. on the back and then they sort of float up uh but what'd you think well this was the scene that had me googling can Vin Diesel swim? Because he did not look comfortable in that water. Like, uh, I would Paul bet Walker. He can't, I bet. I don't know why. Paul Walker is, you know, um, doggy. Uh, what, what am I trying to say? What do you, what's it called when you swim but you stand in place? Treading water. Oh, treading water. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Paul Walker is treading water just fine. <laughs> and uh, but then every time they cut to Dom, he's his head is like, his, like his his lip is like barely above the surface of the water. <laughs> Uh, but uh, anyways, it's good, good thing those criminals got to the edge of that river at the bottom of a ravine. Yeah, you know, pretty. They got there pretty quick, which mm. was. Um, I mean, they're they're good. They're good at what they do. I guess so. Yeah, that's that's true. Like they go through all, all of this hassle of jumping off this gigantic cliff, <laughs> surviving an unbelievable fall, not getting pancaked by the car on the water, and uh, oh, they're captured literally <laughs> within yeah. ten seconds. <laughs> Damn! But, but the don't dogs worry. Like, they... <laughs> Can you throw me a lifesaver, please. I can't swim. They will be uncaptured in about four minutes. Well, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's all. It's all part of their plan, Trey. They're like, uh, well, I'm wet now. Let's at least dry off. They'll hang us up to dry. We got a drip dry. Okay, that answers the question. Because when they finally break out, Dom basically just goes... That's what Nora said. Nora's like, how did he get out? I'm like, I think he just broke it. I think. He was was just relaxing. He just getting dry from getting zoked. That would have been a great line if he just turned to Brian. He's like, you dry? Let's go. (laughs) Bow dry. Let's go. I do like uh, another great product placement in this uh, series is how they always find a way to show Brian's feet. Like, in the first two movies, he was wearing Chuck Taylors, and that's how you knew Brian showed up. He was wearing oh, those yeah. California Chuck Taylors. The last two, Fast 4 and Fast 5, he switched to black vans, and you get a nice shot of the vans, I think, when oh, he's wow. hovering that. above the uh, the falling car. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, I don't know. Was it worth it? Was all the moves they did worth it? They got captured in the end, which may or may not have been their plan. Mm. They got caught, regardless. Everybody knows they're in Brazil, what they're doing. But they did get that one car, and it was yeah. the most important yeah. car. So, yeah. I mean, a lot, a lot of effort to go into getting that one car. Yep, but was Mia, it worth it? Mia took off with it. You're mm-hmm. right. And uh, Dom and Brian are captured. They're brought to the crime lord, JD Hernan Reyes. Mm. Uh, he's the owner of the cars. He's Zizi's boss. He's he's running this whole thing. They're interrogated, as we said. They're they're hung up there to dry uh, to discover. Hey, where did your sister take this car? That's what they're trying to figure out. But then they just managed. They managed to escape. Like it was like Matt said it. It was like, this is so easy. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. And it was like they were boom, breaking free and out of there in no time. I yeah, mean, no no explanation. Now. And and yeah. and I'm glad there was no explanation. Like right. who cares? Let's get on with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're so would you say, JD, they're superheroes. Yeah, there's just superheroes now. It's uh, that's that's that to me was just, you know I, it all leads up to that boom. I'm the Hulk now, so yeah. uh, here we go. Yeah. yeah. Can the Hulk swim? 
Well, he falls in the water and yeah, Ragnarok. Yeah, gets dropped in the water. He survives, um, I guess. And he, yeah, I feel he like managed he could, to get out. He could jump just out jump of the Mariana out. Yeah. Trench. Yeah. yeah. Powerful. Yeah. <laughs> he could jump out of, like, a, like a linebacker jumping out of the pool onto the... <laughs> yeah. 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 People uh, saw that he went flying up the combine numbers. <laughs> I felt like... Um, remember in the last movie how there was the whole fake Braga plot? Yep. Yep. And then remember the guy that is the fake Braga? Mm-hmm. I think they looked at that and were like, you know what? We should have gone with a guy that looks like that. And the villain in this movie looks like fake Braga. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I buy that. Like, for let's, sure. let him, let's make him look, you know, like a normal villain again. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. They escape. It was pretty quick. We don't need to take much more time on that one. They retreat to their safe house. So while Brian, Dom, and Mia, they're examining this car to discover why is this why is this uh the ford right it's the ford i think uh, that one right the gt40 thanks so, yeah. I, I think so why is it so important vince arrives and um why wasn't wait was why wasn't vince a part of this heist so that that is a thing that i was going to bring up and I'm, i'll bring it up later but one of my big problems with this movie that that didn't prevent me from enjoying it but was they never explain what the plan is, which in some movies is fine, but especially in the second half where they're going to have to change their plan. If you don't know what the plan was in the first place, it's actually a lot less dramatic to see how they're going to change it because you don't Mm -hmm. know what it used to be. And same with this thing from with Vince, like what was the plan on the thing? Like when Dom says to Mia, you know, change of plans, like we're not going like, where were you going anyway? It's like, right. If you're going to change the plan, it's better to know what the plan was, no? Why isn't Vince involved? Um, Dom just got there. Dom hasn't even seen <laughs> Mia or Brian yet. So how would he even have a plan with Mia? When he says, like, don't, let's do this, like, what was the original thing? You yeah. haven't even talked about it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, that's... a great, I had no idea where Vince was. In fact, like you were saying, JD, it was so chaotic that I kept kind of thinking, like, was he on the train and i just yeah. didn't notice but but he or, was not or driving one of the vehicles i don't think he was i thought he showed up with dom i thought him oh was he dom and vince show up together like the second wave because brian yeah. and mia are on the train right. and then dom and vince shows up because later on you know dom is very upset that vince would put mia in harm's way and he's like i didn't know mia was gonna be there how did he she not... was just at your house yeah she was just there uh she tried to put your baby down to go to sleep <laughs> You were talking all about this plan. You know Brian and Mia do everything together. You would have at least, you yeah. know, perhaps chatted with Dom about that. But I don't know. This to me was just like, we have to invert everything from the first Fast and Furious movie. We had Vince being suspicious of Brian the, enti- the entire time. 
saying he has ulterior motives. This what time? It's Brian saying the opposite about Vince. Where was he? A real yeah. turn of the tables here. Yeah. And then Dom catches Vince in a garage, just like he had caught Brian in the first one, right? It's like, yeah. right. okay, yeah. so we took these plot points and we just flipped them. Just completely yeah. flipped them to do it. Uh, the plan, that's why they never talk about the plan. That way you can change it easy, easily without <laughs> having to actually go through the first part of the plan. Yeah, now maybe Vince did take off on the fir- in the first car, now that I think about it. I think Is that so. possible? Um, uh, that he was yeah, one of the... I, yeah, I think that you're right. Okay. I think you're okay. right. Okay. I'm glad we, we, we talked that through. He was there. At least Vince was there. But anyway, he gets caught, like Trey said, trying to remove a computer chip from the, 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 the important car. Mm-hmm. So he's just trying to. He just he just says he admits he was planning to sell the chip to to Reyes on his own. So he was trying to screw Dom and everybody else. Yeah, because because he's got his own family now. Is that it? That's right. You know, family is everything. But there's an order to what family, I guess. <laughs> there's immediate family. <laughs> immediate <laughs> family is everything. Car heisting buddies. <laughs> yeah, part of the family. Yeah, and uh, I lo- I actually love this scene of Dom getting upset with Vince. I think oh, uh, I wish I almost wish I didn't see that. Yeah, <laughs> and then I think at one point he just like he just bangs both of his hands beside Vince's head and just says, "Damn!" Yeah. <laughs> like he's just, he just doesn't know what to do. He's so upset um, with Vince, and I guess he just tells him to leave. Right, JD is just get just get. I can't even look at you. Disgust me. Yeah, he says, get out. And, uh, you know, it's like Vince. the scene from uh, Harry, Harry and the, the Hendersons. Hendersons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where Lithgow goes telling Harry, yeah. get out of here. <laughs> you dumb ape. <laughs> yeah, Vince is a bit of a dumb ape. But you know what, though? I, I Vince got done dirty, I think, because, you know, he was right about yep. Brian totally. the whole time. If anyone owes anybody anything it's dom owes vince an apology and he should have let him he should have let it go i think that was a little bit of an overreaction on dom's part it's like you i get so? it you got a kid and stuff but you know hey we're we're in this together what is that even we don't even know what it is yet you know so i don't know and it also i kind of thought maybe vince was going to try to get them out of hot water by if he shows up with the the chip then nobody's in trouble anymore right like right. that that takes all the heat off them but whatever get out vince yeah, get but out it's not it's get not out. about the it's not about the chip anymore at that point jd because now reyes has wronged them he's captured them and uh, now they want to take him for all he's worth so now okay, it's personal yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Fair enough, fair mm-hmm. enough. But I did write down in my notes, J.D., vengeance for Vince. And mm. uh, Trey, I remember you talking about this, uh, I guess, in the first movie, that you were you were pro-Vince. You were team Vince. You're like, this guy's making some great points. You should be listening to him a lot more. <laughs> yeah, and Vince honestly sets Dom straight when they're in the garage here. You didn't listen to me. Brian was a cop, told you within seconds of meeting him. Mia, she's stuck in this life, now pregnant, oh, yeah. going to be raised... Uh, raising a child uh, on, on the run. The run. Yep. Mm-hmm. Where's Letty? Where's Letty? Yeah. Felt like I was watching too much. The Wire. That all was over too again. much, Vince. That was one. <laughs> you went over the line there. I would say on that. That's probably <laughs> what got him kicked out. To yep. be quite yeah. honest, because up until then, you know, straight bars from Vince. He's spitting. Uh, if Dom listened, he could be kicking back, drinking Coronas. <laughs> 
Stealing DVDs. <laughs> I mean, not a long-term plan. By 2011, pockets would have been hungry, I do believe. Yeah. But at least you wouldn't be on the run from country to country trying to have to break out of jail every four years or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. No, Vince was right all along. He was. Uh, Brian investigates the chip, though. And discovers <laughs> he discovers it contains the complete financial details mm-hmm. of Reyes' criminal empire, including, of course, the locations of a hundred million dollars in cash. What did you think of the technology in this one, Matteo? Of uh, unlocking that chip? Did it has it come a long way since uh, you know those first couple movies back in the early two thousands? It looked like when you would rent a car in, like, let's say two thousand one. Yep, and uh, they'd be like, uh, for ten dollars more a day, you can get a GPS, and it would come in a little sack <laughs> yep. with a suction cup on it. Yep, and and you would reach your hand in that sack, and you'd go, you'd be praying for a Garmin, praying for a Garmin, <laughs> praying for a Garmin. You pull it, and you're like, ah, oh, Tom, Tom. Ah! <laughs> yeah, that's pretty dated, JD. But uh, he's got he's got the information. That's what that's what's important here. Yeah, I mean, also. I I would love to be in the room when uh, his, one of his henchmen goes to Reyes and says, "Hey boss, uh, bad news: the car got seized by the DEA. Which car? <laughs> uh, you know, the one with the chip in it. The chip? Yeah, the the chip that you keep in the DVD player in the car for some reason that has all of your financial information <laughs> on it. Why is it there? The, the chip? I don't know. The, the chip? What chip? You know, the one that looks like an SD card for a yeah. four megapixel Canon camera? <laughs> oh, that's got my vacation photos on it, too. Jesus, we gotta get that back. Like, anytime this guy wants to go and check the markets, he has to go... Hey, all right, good. Looks like we're up 4%. All right. Back to business. That's <laughs> such a pain in the ass. That's so frustrating. This guy also, has no clue, never balances his checkbook because all of his information is stuck in his car at all times. I am not like, uh, you know, a, a drug lord. I don't have that capacity. Maybe this guy is a smart man. But I will say, like, if you are trying to hide a chip in a car, don't put it in your best car, which is more right. likely to be the one that gets stolen or to have eyeballs on it and people really want it. You put it in the worst car and the, uh, yeah, he puts it in that beautiful car. <laughs> also, it's in the, the d- it's in the p- the player, the screen. The first thing anyone's going to do is hit play on. Like that's how Ro- the rock found out that it's not there. It's like, mm, yeah. Oh, it's missing something. <laughs> There's <laughs> this beautiful classic car. There's one piece of recent technology. I wonder what this does. Yeah, it's a it's a good thing that uh, they found uh, found the chip before Han got there because Han <laughs> Han loves eating chips. <laughs> he accidentally eats it. What is I that? Love, I fucking love these Fritos, man. These are amazing. He starts gagging on it. Um, okay, well, yeah. Now we get to uh, to Luke Hobbs. I laughed out loud when I read his name was Luke. <laughs> Did they say that in the movie? It's in the Wikipedia page. Uh, Hops, that is the rock. Yeah, That's Dwayne Johnson, diplomatic security service agent, uh, Hobbs. They arrive in Rio to arrest Dom and Brian because of what happened, obviously freeing him in prison, and because of this one thing he won't let go about that wrench that happened when he was 17 years old. <laughs> Get uh, over it! 
So, okay. I mean, The Rock is incredible. He comes in hot, like just <laughs> shot out of a cannon. I couldn't believe it. I was like, okay, this, I was into it because I am a Rock fan. I am a wrestling fan. And he's basically playing that character. But then we get the help of this local officer, um, Alina, I think her name is. Sure. That was just, I mean, I know we get to why she's there and all that, but it was pretty like... Come on, you are the baddest dude on the planet. Like, you could have your choice of any translator. Why are we going with her? And I didn't think the reasons were all that great, Matt. Uh, that Alina was in the mix suddenly. Well, I'm not. I'm not proud to admit that when she showed up, I was like, "Wait, Gal Gadot is a trans? Why does she do it in Brazil?" Because I know everyone's like comes back, and I was like, "Oh." But anyways, turns you out thought that not, was Gal Gadot. I thought, I thought uh, at first, yeah, I okay. said I'm not proud to admit it. But okay. she's incorruptible, Skeets. That's why you need her. Yeah. Because uh, everyone's on the take in Rio, except yeah. for her. Except, except for her because of her story, you know, what? Husband. Tragedy her with husband. her husband. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which we get, we got to get that little backstory right away. This is why she's okay, JD. I don't know. I was, uh, this was like, ooh, this is, you're jamming her in here. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah. what do you think? Well, I mean, why do you need... You're speaking English to a dude who's talking to you. I don't know what you need a translator for, really. But, uh, right. I, you know, and also, how did you find her? Like, you just... These two guys' names landed on your desk, and then you went that deep to research every police officer in Rio de Janeiro to uh, to find the most incorruptible one. Right. I mean, look, uh, I think... I think originally they tried to have uh, the two gangs sort of match up with one another. And I, th I and Matt, I, I don't think you're far off. I mean, she is a little similar to Gal Gadot, just like the on the other team, right? There was, uh, and I, I kind of wish there was more of that, like more of the wires style of these are the cops and these are the robbers, and they they're one to one. Each guy has their their own uh, their own equivalent on the other right. team. So I think that's why she's in it, to be honest. She's, okay. She is the foil to uh, uh, Giselle. Well, forget forget the wire. It's a, it's a bizarro Jerry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Uh, so they, they all travel. I will say, Trey, like seeing The Rock show up, uh, that must have got, of course you know it heading into the movie, but I don't care. That must have got a pop in a movie theater back in 2011. Just how jacked he is and, and the way he comes onto the screen. Comes onto the screen just spouting one-liners. One of the first things out of his mouth, make sure you got your Thunderwear on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're giving this guy incredible lines for this entire movie. And yeah, people were pumped, you know? Seeing it back, I'm like, The Rock looks small here compared yeah. to like what he looks like now. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't realize that he has muscled up as much as he had, but I'm like... This guy is looking svelte back in the day. Uh, but yeah, man. Once he comes in, it's like you're getting the full... You're getting the full rock experience. He's spouting his one-liners. He's looking tough. He's uh, just being a badass out there. It seems like he's doing a monologue even when he's talking to people. Yeah. And that's why they had to give him a sidekick, right? Every Hobbs needs a Calvin. A Calvin so uh, <laughs> he gets Nevis. And apparently he did his homework. Like, he went into the personnel files of every single police officer in a gigantic, gigantic city. Found the one who's only been there two months who had a murdered husband and knew... <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. Fire. It was weird to see The Rock swear. 
Yeah. Okay. He, he like said, Rockport. stay the fuck out of my way. And I was yeah. like, oh, oh, my goodness. I, I don't think I've ever heard The Rock swear. I guess maybe he does in some of those other movies you were you were naming. I haven't seen a lot of them. But uh, that caught me by surprise, Matteo. Well, I was I was going to ask Trey, in when The Rock is doing his straight-up Tommy Lee Jones fugitive speech, does he say Thunderwear or Thunderwear? Okay. Great question you ask me, because... <laughs> This was one of the takeaway lines from the movie when I saw it 10 years ago, you know, calling everything Thunderwear specifically, but now I'm old. 10 years later, I watch everything with closed captioning on, and the closed mm. captioning said Thunderwear. That makes I more think sense. Thunder with a TH makes sense, but. but well, hold on, let me, read the, let me read the quote. Yep. All right, listen up. The guys were after are professional runners. They like speed and are guaranteed to go down the hardest possible way, so make sure you've got your. Thunderwear on? Why? Why would you want to have fun? I mean, thunder. You're uh, you're at speed. Uh, agree. Uh, I don't know. I think it works both ways. To be quite honest. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's a Either way. Word. Uh, but I uh, for ten years I would have told you it's thunderwear uh, until I saw it last night with closed captioning on and changed my mind. Wow. wow. Hmm. I'm sticking with thunderwear. Well, I think no, I think you, thunderwear Trey. makes more sense. You know, it's like it is. It there's a this is happening, this is happening, this is happening, and there's a good chance your pants are going to come off. So wear your Thunderwear. Uh, Thunderwear ooh. doesn't really make it. You know, it's like your good underwear. It's like the underwear you want people to see you in, right? <laughs> your right. showpiece. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. I like this five-minute breakdown of what did he say? Thunderwear <laughs> or Thunderwear? That's why we do Fast Friends, people. Uh, I, I, I laughed when he said, I think it was in this scene, right, where he just says, and whatever you do, like, don't let them in a car or something. Don't let them drive. <laughs> get in a car. Yeah, I, I like that. Above uh, all else, we don't ever, ever let them get into cars. Yeah, that's... Mm. So just lock the doors. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Put on their child locks. Handy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there... Yeah, we, we get the rock. He's, he's there. He's got his sidekick. They travel to Dom's safe house. But, of course, timing is everything in this franchise. Uh, they find it under assault. By Reyes men, you know, ZZ and the boys. <laughs> uh, ZZ and the tops. Yeah, that's right. They're, they're all searching for this chip, and uh, we obviously get them all there at once. A lot goes on here, JD. You can take us through it if you want, but Brian, Dom, and Mia escape, and uh, Dom suggests they split up. But th- that's this is then when we get the, hey, right. I'm pregnant. And then Dom... Yeah. Changes his plan. The guy loves to change a plan. Now, a lot of the time, he doesn't have a first plan, uh-uh. but he's like, well, we were about to split up. We ain't doing that now. We got to stick together. And uh, then they come up with the idea to steal the money. But yeah, the whole the whole sort of everybody meeting at the warehouse, JD, this again, this has like happened a couple of times in this series mm-hmm. already that we've watched the movies where it's like timing. You just get, you get basically three factions all getting at the same time in one spot. But what did you make of that? Yeah. I mean, I, this was my favorite scene in the movie, I think. Uh, just that the, re- the race over the rooftops in Rio and just the, all of the, uh, you know, it, it, there's the, the confrontation between The Rock and Vin Diesel uh, mm-hmm. the first time they sort of confront each other. Then uh, uh, Alina and uh, Vin have their moment uh, where he loses his cross, you know. Yeah. He saves her. He loses his cross. Uh, and then she takes it as a, a token, I suppose. Uh, uh, <laughs> Some I real serial killer behavior. There. Never leave the cross <laughs> behind. It's a little, it's a little creepy. Um, but yeah, I mean, I lo- it's this. I I mentioned Macquarie before. This this reminded me of a Mission Impossible sort of uh, mm-hmm. foot chase 
uh it was it was spectacular action uh a lot of bloodshed um and i love the pissing contest between the uh right when it starts when the rock shows up with his team and then there's all the gang members you know and then there's just uh he brings out his bigger gun and yeah it's like yeah i thought so when they all sort of shrink away it's just great it's just all fucking balls and testosterone and <laughs> you love it you gotta love it right Oh, yeah, this is like superhero feats all around on this one. Uh, Hobbs and Dom just sprinting along the tops of buildings. Uh, they're both pulling crazy parkour moves. Brian hits a Superman punch at one point. Oh, oh he yeah. does Didn't that all the time <laughs> yeah. in this yeah. movie. He's That's his like move. four flying punches, yeah. <laughs> Superman punch, my guess is that it's easier to learn than you would think for how cool it looks. Because anytime... Mm. It, you do it, it's like, whoa, that looks like the most powerful punch I've ever seen. Like you're saying, J.D., Hobbs and his men murder 10 to 20 of these uh, uh, associates of Reyes. Mia is currently pregnant, jumps from a building, oh God, crushes yeah. through, and then just walks away. Just walks away. These people are complete superheroes. They finally tell Dom that Mia's pregnant. And the guy's barely even excited. I know. I'm like, come on, come on. You got to cheer up a little bit here. He does say the family just got bigger. So, of course, he understands the implications. But <laughs> wait, wait, wait that is... would be funny if, if Dom does not know how babies are born. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what do you mean? <laughs> but it seems like this is going to be his first nephew, uh, niece or nephew, uh, his first uh, yep actual family member to be added to the family and he's just yeah. like that family's bigger yeah come on yeah. for a guy who actually loves family he should have been he should have been yeah. way more excited let's go get a drink let's yeah. go let's go do something you know i agree he plays it off pretty quickly uh for a guy that talks non-stop about family couldn't care less that he's actually got a new family member <laughs> didn't feel like it you'd think he would be like crying or like really embracing and hugging but I mean, he just went through quite the ordeal with this yeah. chase. Did you find it believable, Matt, um, uh, Dom and, and Hobbs, you know, running? <laughs> uh, as I did it, actually, I sort of was like, these are giant dudes. Uh, that part was like, all right, just keep fighting, guys. I think that works better for you guys. But what do you think? Uh, did I find it believable? Yes, 100%. <laughs> and I know uh, you'll probably talk more about this as the series goes, but... One thing I know about Fast and Furious is that um, Vin Diesel hates The Rock, and they've got major beef. Mm. And just watching this one movie, I totally get why, because The Rock blows him yeah. off the screen. Yep. Yeah. Such a better actor, so much more charismatic, so much physically bigger, yep. both taller and wider and more muscular. And he can just, swim so much better. So, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, out on those Hawaiian islands. Just, yeah. uh, and uh, if you're Vin Diesel and you're the star of this and then The Rock comes in within like three scenes is blowing you off the screen. Like, yeah, if I was insecure of Vin Diesel, I would be upset, too. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you that, uh, you know, Trey, when the, once The Rock shows up and they are head to head, like, is it a believable SummerSlam poster? These two fighting for the main <laughs> event? Like, does Dom... You know, hold his own against a, a formidable a formidable opponent in The Rock, or is like Matt saying, it's like, uh, uh maybe we went overboard with this. We sh we went we should have went with Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dom holds his own because like 
I think the story goes that the contract says Dom has to hold his own. Like, yeah. Vin Diesel cannot lose a fight in this. Just watch. He'll never lose a fight, even if it's against The Rock. And it's believable from that standpoint where you know the backstage, like, he ain't gonna lose. Right. And it's also believable if they never show you them standing side by side, feet flat on the ground, because at least then they can make Vin Diesel look somewhat close to The Rock's size, because... I mean, like, The Rock is, like, NFL football player size, yeah, right? Like, yeah. he's, like, I don't know, 6'5". He's a big, tall wow. guy, aside from being super jacked. So he's just, like, a massive, massive guy. Meanwhile, Vin, you get the sense that he's just been lifting his entire life, whereas The Rock is, like, you know, training to use his body for something other than having gigantic muscles. So, I don't know. Uh, after seeing Fast 4, you're like, Vin Diesel is basically a superhero at this point. He takes two rocket launcher blasts in this movie. Right, like, right. His, his vehicle gets <laughs> rocket blasted twice. No big deal. And he walks away. But, uh, I mean, in real life, you're taking the rock 100 times out of 100. And in Fast World, you're taking Vin. Right. Yeah, I think that's right. I, I didn't know that. that. That's a real... I've heard that before, but I sort of thought it was like almost like an urban legend. It actually says in contracts that he can't lose a fight. In, well... In this, like, that's real? That's the rumor, okay. and my only corroborating source was a guy I used to buy weed from, so maybe... <laughs> <laughs> perhaps not the most accurate, but, you know, he was working on the set, so he would seem to have the inside yeah. information. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it would be like the equivalent of when we were the starters, me writing it into the contract that I can never lose a crossfire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another tie. Never. Never can lose. I don't care. I can just sit here, stand, twirl around in circles, and I'm not losing a task leader tray ever um but yeah and jd i mean i guess sort of the same question like just the head-to-head between the two uh you already said you were sort of taken out of this movie so i assume that made it worse i guess in a way yeah between uh the the rock and vin diesel i mean yeah. it's not even it's not close. even close it's it's a joke the guy is a he's an he looks like an action figure like he he's just all muscle all my mu- like uh, He's bigger than Schwarzenegger, it looks like, and, and currently, but not back then. He was just all lean, mean, fighting machine. Like, I don't know. And it looks like uh, Vin Diesel can barely move. He doesn't move. It. He drives everywhere. He doesn't. He doesn't actually <laughs> right. walk around. Right. You know what, JD? You're very right on one thing. No mobility. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if you're just doing um, like a bunch of shoulder presses or something, that that makes your shoulders big. But you know. What about the the flexibility and the mobility? The Rock's just you know yeah. he's, he's rangy. Yeah, Vin Diesel looks like like his <laughs> like his um, scapula might strangle. Him. <laughs> they should switch names because Vin Diesel is more like a rock. Like he's actually rock like. <laughs> and the Rock is more like a diesel truck. Totally. Yeah. 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 A well-oiled machine. <laughs> That's true. Well, imagine okay. Vin starts going by that now that uh, The Rock does it. He's Dwayne Johnson already. So he's like, fine, I'm, I'm Vin The Rock Diesel. <laughs> it's like uh, Dwight Howard Fast being man. Superman after Shaq retired. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, like we said this whole thing with Tommy Lee Jones. I read this part too. According to Vin Diesel himself, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, was brought into Fast Five because of a fan suggestion from a wow. girl named John Kelly, or Jan the Pelican. <laughs> Jan the Pelican. <laughs> Jan the Pelican Kelly said we should get the rock in here. 
who, who is she talking to? She just said, how about the rocks? Story? <laughs> what is this story? A woman, a girl, saw the Vin Diesel and said, you should work with the rock. You guys be great together. Yeah. Well, and she was, was very wrong. I mean, they hate each other. Yeah, yeah, you know. No chemistry. <sighs> okay. Um, so where 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 are we here? Okay, we're we're, we're assembling the team for the heist. Oh, we're very, nice. yes, this is. Man, we're an hour in. We haven't even gotten to the team. I know. I know. We got <laughs> to be a monster. Um, <laughs> that's right. Because the plan is we're not going anywhere. Says Dom, you're pregnant. Uh, we're, we're sticking together this time. We're organizing a team to perform the heist. Uh, and yeah, this is Ocean's Eleven right here. We get Han. Hell yeah. We get Roman. We get Tej. Giselle. Leo, Santos, Vince later joins the team um, after saving Mia. He's back in good graces. He's helping out again after being captured, uh, Mia was, uh, by Reyes' men. So I love this stuff. Always a sucker for this. And I got to admit, every time they were showing someone new, I'm yelling out in the dark with the volume cranked to 100 with my uh, my in-laws. Yeah, Roman's back. And like, Han, yeah. I couldn't, I actually couldn't believe they kept going. I couldn't believe we were like, Giselle is back? What the hell? I, they got the whole band back together, Trey. It was incredible. They got the chameleon, the fast talker, the circuits, the bashers, the weapons, <laughs> and two precision drivers who will never be caught. You know they got that. And that's the great part about the scene. You're not just seeing the people, right? They're not just saying, oh, we got Han back. We got Roman back. They're actually putting them in the room together because yeah. the montage is like, here they all are coming to Brazil to do this job. And then we finally see them all get together. And like, that seems electric to me. Tej and Roman like going back and forth, yeah. cracking on each other. Roman starts mm-hmm. creeping on Giselle. He pulls a gun. I love uh, Leo and Santos talking shit to each other in Spanish. And of course, Roman can't help himself. And he opts in to fail. No, to fail, to fail. They even have Han eating in this scene. You know, we complained uh, in Fast 4. They showed him for just a few seconds. Didn't have a big part. Could have easily gave him a bag of chips. He's on the screen for about two seconds here before he's crushing a chip. I love that. I love that even Dom has to meet Tej and Roman because he wasn't in Too Fast, Too Furious. (laughs) So he doesn't know who these guys are. And he mentally said, hey, if we ever fight, I ain't losing. (laughs) In my contract, I'll never lose to you. Check the fine print, Roman. Uh, There's even, I think, a Los Bandoleros callback when Han walks in. He's like... (laughs) Sorry, it's not yeah. the Ritz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, Which, definitely. I mean, works fine as a line if it's just there. You know, like, okay, we're not staying at a fancy place. But he asked for it in the 20-minute short that only the sickos watched. This was uh, between the montage of them figuring out who they're going to need and then them actually getting in a room together and chopping it up. It's great stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, Matt, you'd seen all the movies, like, days leading up to Fast Five. Were you, were you as excited, I guess, to see the whole, the whole crew back together? I was happy they all got together. My main question from this scene is at the end when they go, and we'll need, and we'll need two precision drivers. And then they both look at each other and they're like, that's us. But are they the precision drivers? Because then they will proceed to never do the course in the warehouse where they try to evade the camera. So mm. were they the drivers or not? Very. Con- I mean, at the end, when they change the plan, they're yeah, the drivers. Yeah, they're the drivers. Yeah. But at this point... OG plan one. I don't understand how they're the drivers, but well, Brian tried, didn't he? He, he tries the Brian first time. Tries. Yep. Yeah. yeah, but then uh, Giselle does, and she's like, "Oh, I'll keep going till I can right. do it." But anyways, um, the Han timeline 
getting even more insane. They're kicking that yeah. can down the road. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so in 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 the fourth one, they're like, okay, we want to have this guy in it. So we'll just say he's about to go to Tokyo. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. I heard some crazy stuffs happening in Tokyo. Now, I guess they had a meeting. We're like, oh, man, we really want him in this one. Okay. Well, what if he just hasn't gone to Tokyo yet? Mm-hmm. And so then at the very end of the movie. Uh, is is uh, Gal Gadot's like, oh, weren't you going to go to Tokyo or something? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, Tokyo will be there. So that's the explanation for why he's still there. Is that yeah. right? Am I getting this yeah, right? Exactly so. right. Okay. And we'll get to Tokyo eventually. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what he says. Yeah, okay. Cool. Okay. I mean, I'm happy he's there, but uh, weird. Yeah. And then uh, the... Uh, yeah, the poor poor Gal Gadot. She's she's really getting it from these guys. She she gets the sexy legs, baby girl. What time they open? Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's a classic. What time do your legs open? Joke. <laughs> uh, and then to, to be followed by when she when she really, you know, puts her her dignity on the line to get groped by Reyes, and mm-hmm. then she comes back saving the day. You know. Yeah. With the print. Only to be met with, uh, oh, did he grab? Did he grab your ass? Did he finger it? Or what? What does he say? Like, <laughs> or does he touch it? Does she grab it? Yeah. Like, she just, she just really did you a favor. Just say thanks. <laughs> yeah. Plus, she's yeah, probably not going to get no to wear ideas. that, uh, get to wear that bikini again. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that probably cost a lot. That purple bikini. You're right. Uh, Jay, what do you think of everybody getting back together? Were you at least excited? I was very excited. I yeah. was like, oh, that guy, that guy, that guy. As a fan, I felt serviced. So, and that's what, that's what you want, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, well, they think since it's going to, because there's 10 locations, going to be difficult to steal from all 10 locations at once. So the plan is, this is the plan. We're going to attack one location, steal 10 million from there, then burn the money but I think it's fake money. No, that's real money. Absolutely real, real money. Too. Yeah, it's real. I mean, I guess, yeah. I don't know why Wikipedia says fake. Because um, he says, do you know whose money you're stealing? And uh, Dom goes, we ain't stealing it. And just lights right, it right. on fire. I get yeah. <laughs> No, you're right. Uh, so, okay. I'll make sure to go back to Wikipedia and edit out fake. Uh, <laughs> they burn the money. Yeah. Whole thing is to like, you go back, you tell him, you know. These sickos are out there burning money. And, uh, <laughs> Tell them exactly who did this. Yeah, and uh, it, it, it plays out perfectly for Dom because Reyes is afraid of further attacks, so he consolidates the remaining $90 million into the DVD of a car. No, I'm kidding. He puts $90 million <laughs> in a vault inside a police station, JD. Wow. Uh, yes, that is the <laughs> wow. safest place in Rio you can put it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, I actually don't hate this plan, right? You have, you've got money scattered all over the place. You want to make it so that uh, you need to put it all in one place so they can only steal it from one place. Yep. I, what I don't understand is why they revealed who they are. Like, wouldn't they, wouldn't he consolidate the money regardless? Like, right. where is he going to get, where we're stealing this money. We're burning this money. We're going to do it 10 more times. So watch your back, man. And you leave. But there's this whole production of taking the masks off and saying, we want him to know it's us. Why? Why? What is the purpose of that? Like, there's no reason other than to bring heat upon you, like more heat. I would say the justification would be that because it's personal now. 
Mm. I suppose. That yeah, but... must be personal. Yeah, the, the problem <laughs> is. Um, it must is, be uh, personal. Yeah, yeah. The problem is that uh, yeah, you made it personal. So uh, <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have uh, shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have made it so right. personal. It is a weird move that they go through the entire robbery with masks on, mm. only yeah. to reveal at the end. I mean, go in masks off or go in full mask because yeah. you're, you're getting the same result pretty much either way. Like the guy's not going to want his money all over the place and right. putting it in a police station seems pretty safe. It does, um, does as safe. Roman says, this just went from mission impossible to mission in freaking sanity. Oh, that <laughs> line is in the trailer. <laughs> oh, like, wrote that uh, i think yeah. tass mellis wrote that actually. that is uh <laughs> it's freaking one. sanity y- you guys were hyping up tyrese in too fast too furious yeah. which is the one i didn't watch i mean hyping yeah. up you said he was really he good was he is good. the best he is garbage in this movie yeah. like mm-hmm. that mission in freaking sanity and i and i mean i'll get to this at the end but my most hated scene is the scene where he tries to get into the evidence room yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. a scene a scene mm-hmm. which absolutely does not need to exist because the whole plan is to put the box into the evidence room and inside the box is a remote control car with a camera that they will tap into. He doesn't need to go into the evidence room at all. So why not just say, hey man, here's the evidence, but we need like, we need to get comedy relief, but then you, you gotta make it funny and yeah. not give me a cringe line about how your ID says you're Caucasian and then you say it's because you have a tan? Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. And then he lets it go. He lets it go. <laughs> it's like, you are not who you say you are. And this is a police station. I, you're under arrest, man. Like, you're impersonating feel like an I'm FBI under arrest. agent. Oh, also, you've taken off your mask, and apparently everyone in Rio's on the take, and this guy, own, Reyes, owns all the favelas, so presumably everyone's on the lookout for them, yeah. right. which is, like, part of the whole, like, hey, Mia, why are you going shopping in the market? Like, oh. you're already wanted. Now you're double wanted because now all of Reyes's men are after you, and all the corrupt police in Rio are after you, never mind the Americans are after you. And everyone, like, she's going shopping, Dom and Brian are going to a street race, um, I guess, uh, Ludacris, I mean, I guess he was smart, he was Amazon priming a ten, uh, ten ton <laughs> safe. <Giant> safe. <laughs> uh, what, what did he put in the, in the address, like, uh, <laughs> care of Shady Warehouse, Favela Avenue. <laughs> That's, uh, that's a good point. I hadn't yeah, thought about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, she's out. She's out and about. She shouldn't be right. Though she's got a baby to get nutrients into. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But so sent sent hire a, a delivery I know, guy I know. or something. Yeah. I mean, they do to try and come up with a reason for why they're out and about. It pays off later when they're literally like. This is my Brazil, like sort of, and like they're like, yeah, we love you, we don't know you, but we're with you. Yeah. Uh, so maybe sure. just being out and about, you know, community. Uh, uh, maybe that sort of uh, got them there. Anyway, um, Dom's team they start doing surveillance, so it's yeah, you know, we know it's all in the police station, it's all in this one vault, and we got to come up with a plan now. Buying cars, buying equipment. We got to figure out how to get the handprint, like you said. That falls to Giselle, um, and you know, create a plan to steal this money. 
uh, Trey, did you, what were you like? Were you like, well, as you were going through this, going like, okay, yeah, they're checking the boxes, you know, they're putting some thought into this. I wrote the plan down just so I could know, just so okay. I could refer in case I ever need to pull off a heist. Uh, Roman talks his box into the evidence room. Yep, yep. Um, Matt, you're saying why go through the entire charade? The charade is the point, man. The charade is the point. You ask for all this stuff. The least you could do is put that box in the evidence room. That's simple. Nobody's mm. going to get upset about that. Ask for a lot, settle for a little, but it's the okay. one thing you need. Uh, okay. I don't know, man. Like he know, was though. he was built <laughs> the as hated the him. talker. He's yeah. the talker. He's like, we need a fast talker. We need a good talker. Get Tyrese in there. And he completely shits the bed. Like completely. <laughs> well, he Did gets he? the box. He gets he the, got the box, box right where he needed okay. it. Also, he have to go room. in there. Hold on. Why is he Did using he? Brian's ID? Yeah. Brian uh, Brian uh, that one's is, on Tej. Tej yeah. should be hitting the Photoshop up on that one. Like, come on, man. You can order a 17-ton safe. You can't order a dot matrix printer or something yeah, along yeah. with you. But the plan continues. Tez drives his remote control car thing. But haha, he can't drive. Accident callbacks from Too Fast, Too Furious. Remember he said yeah. he crashed going 120. Yep. I love it. That's called world building right there. You even get more from Leo and Santos blowing the pipes. They act as plumbers. There is shit everywhere in oh, there yeah. disgusting they impossible monitor. not to think of i think you should leave <laughs> <laughs> who did the paint jo- who did the paint job at the rio police station <laughs> who left a sloppy <laughs> mud pie <laughs> at the policia oh. militaria uh but yeah they monitor their cameras they figure out they got 10 seconds which 10 seconds that's a big number in the fast and furious universe let's go get some cars oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but this was where i got bummed out on the plan we don't get to see the first street race that happens. They get all set up to go, uh, I guess a Dom's American Muscle versus maybe they got a Porsche, I think is yeah. what that blue car was. Like I'm it, not yeah. even sure. But they cut before we even see the race. We yeah. just see them rolling up uh, in Brian's blue car back at the warehouse. I would have liked to have seen that first race. Yeah, but that I was goes very, back to what very, I said at the beginning. I was very, happy that we didn't see that race. I it agree, was like JT. such a relief. I was already <laughs> in the tedium of this cockamamie scheme and it's just like oh thank you Justin thank you so much for not showing us the stupid race we knew they were going to get the car so let's just get to it and I think and again was- uh, JD it goes back to like hey we're not doing this anymore this yeah. is not what this series is this franchise exactly. this is we, we are this is a heist we ain't doing drag races anymore yeah we're, but well, they but then are. they go into doing some more racing and then they do do a drag race later yeah the four of them you mean yeah yeah, that's because they had four. Cars. They had four people though. You always got to have four people. people. <laughs> Maybe that was the problem. Yeah, they can't oh. show us a race with two people only. <laughs> yeah, why did they do that? Why did they not show us that race? No, the the one where they are though they are sort of racing. The oh, cars. I know why. Because it's the spectacle of watching four police cars in a street race. That's the only reason. The yeah, only and, reason. And, no, and, no. And it's also like who is racing it. It's like. I'm sure there's talk leading up to Fast Five, like, hey, maybe Han's the best racer. Uh, you know, no, it's yeah. it's 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 uh, Brian. It's actually Brian. You know, I there has to be that. So it's like, well, let's find out. You know, I think plot wise, it's important because Brian finally wins a race that he doesn't actually win, mm. and then you get mm. the Vin sort of basically, you know, donating money to his kid. Oh yeah, I did forget about that. <laughs> That's his gift. Oh my yeah. god, that's his baby gift. And and then it'll give us a nice little like button at the end of the movie. Okay. When when they talk about who you know you let me win no blah blah blah. 
Okay. Uh, I cut. I mean, uh, you, so did I cut you off? We got through the plan there. You went through everything. To, no, you were. Uh, that's pretty much the plan up until they figure out. Uh, they go into the drifting montage where they're like, "We got to figure out how to drift through this." And basically, everybody's doing their time trials, and that's when we learn drifting is officially the coolest of the driving styles in Fast and Furious because. They're not trying to street race this thing out of here. You got to be able to actually drive. So, of course, Han falls in love uh, watching Giselle drift. That's the way to his oh, heart. Yeah. He's okay. Like, right. Because in the timeline, he has never seen or done drifting. Mm. Probably blows oh, his mind. I that's did not sort of, realize I didn't that. really realize that either. Did they actually Damn. show him, Trey? Like, was he like, what? Like, he does say, I think I'm in love. But. We're led to believe, of course, it's... Yeah, it's her that he's in love with, but... Mm, not the, the, the drift. The, the drift itself is maybe he's uh, intrigued by, too. Oh, wow, that's amazing. I didn't catch that. Interesting. That's <laughs> hilarious. Uh, so, okay. Yeah, okay. The plan, it's set. Don't worry. They're going to change the whole damn plan anyway. Um, where are we? we? I don't know. At one point, like you mentioned, Skeets, we got a, there's, a great, uh, there's a great scene that's bit, just a rec- recreation of Dom and Brian's first race, but just the aftermath of it. It's when Hobbs tracks Dom and Ryan, Brian to that street race, and instead of, you had me? Vin drops a, I'm arrested? Yeah, right, right, right. Doesn't yeah. feel like I'm arrested. This is Brazil! Yeah. <laughs> he goes into an accent for the first time all movie <laughs> with the real racer's arms out, and Hobbs just walks away. That yeah. was crazy to me, like, <laughs> Dom big boyin' Hobbs there? Dom's yeah. not even wearing a belt, can barely keep his pants up. <laughs> and Hobbs walks away. I couldn't believe that uh, in that moment, but I guess it's all just to set up that tracker on Hobbs's vehicle. They go through all this spectacle. Yeah. They go through the race earlier. You know, they're trying to be seen out there so that Hobbs will track them down so that they can be the ones who are doing the tracking, of course. They botch that as well. Yeah. No, it, it's... The the part I just didn't understand why these people were so pro Dom. Yeah, like I guess they're just anti Hobbs and cops. Especially that one guy who who lost his car to to him uh, like the yeah. night before, a few weeks before, or whatever. It's like yeah, I saw that guy's sister buying groceries. <laughs> they're one of us. I mean, it's it's a worldwide community of racers. Sure. Okay, yeah. 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 That's a good point. That's a good point. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, okay. I found it so cringe when he used his, the accent for a oh, Brazil. Yeah, yeah. It was like, you know, whenever anyone comes back from Barcelona and they say, it's Barcelona, you know? Right, like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, all right, Dom. Uh, well, first of all, do we even know if that's a, is that a Brazilian, is that a Brazilian no accent? Idea. I mean, it sounded to be frank, just like generic Latin American. And he literally says like this, yeah. This is Brazil. Right, like, right, right. Is that I don't know. A Portuguese does not sound like Spanish. I, I will tell yeah. you that it's people true. think it does, but it does not. Well, Hobbs and his team to get back into this movie. Oh my God, this movie is the longest of the uh, five we've watched so far, and this is going to be the longest podcast here. Uh, Hobbs and his team they eventually find and arrest Dom, Mia, Brian, and Vince. Transporting them to the airport for extradition to the United States. Convoys attacked by Reyes' men who kill Hobbs' team. This is, that's an important part, I think, of this whole oh, yeah. thing. Like, Hobbs' team is taken out. Just destroyed. Wiped out. Hobbs and Elena are saved by Dom, Brian, Mia, and Vince, who escape the assault. But, 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 Vince is fatally shot. Oh, our boy Vince. 
the one that was right all along, could have avoided all of this. Uh, and before he dies, he reveals that he's named his son after Dog. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Why? Why did you do that, man? <laughs> Literally, as soon as Brian came around, he's like, get Vince the fuck out of here. <laughs> he knew him for 20 years. He met Brian for 20 minutes. He's like, you're the new Vince. I like yeah. you better. But Vince is still naming his kid after yeah. Dom. They haven't seen each other for five years. Dom buries him in the garage, <laughs> I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he says, you were always my brother? <laughs> I wouldn't say always, Dom. There are some notable times when Vince was not your brother, but still named him. Still named that kid Nico. Yeah. yeah. Nico. Um, I did, did you pour one out there for Vince, JD? Were you sad oh, yeah, to see him go? Totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would have liked to see some... <laughs> yeah. I, lift some my, I lift my right? Brahma to you. <laughs> for Vincent. Uh I would have liked to see some attempt at direct pressure or something when he realizes that Vince is shot, you know, like just no, no reaction other than like, it was just like, Oh, I guess you're going to die. Now you're sitting yeah. across from me. We're, we're, we're driving away. Uh, and a, no hold on buddy. We're You're going to be all right. It's just, uh, okay. I'll, I'll be sure to take care of your kid. <laughs> Cut to the body lying on a, a table. I was grateful not to see uh, Vince die, like the actually die. Yeah. But I don't know. It was just, it was just like, this is how it works in Fast and Furious world. Like, well, I guess you're going to die, man. So, uh, or not. Dom, Dom has done that. <laughs> yeah. More likely we'll see Vince in like five movies. Yeah. And nobody dies in this world. So <laughs> it would be great if Dom was like, all right, Vince, if you're dead, you got to tell me, okay? <laughs> I made the mistake too many times. I'm about to find out my sister's still, I mean, my girlfriend's still alive. Don't, don't worry, Vince. We're going to bring you back for FF9, but actually that will be before this happens. <laughs> It's NBA playoffs time, and that means NBA snack time. I can't stop eating while I'm watching. So many options in my house that I gotta cut out a bit. I gotta switch it up, but I know I'm not giving up. Sunflower seeds? Sure. But maybe something that's not a food for that oral fixation? Perhaps? Good thought. Here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. Fume takes your habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device. Instead of vapor, fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Its taste is surprising. All natural stuff. It's fun to fidget with, and it's a good weight. The wood feels good, and it feels cool to use. Start the good habit by going to tryfume.com slash dunks and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners to the show 10% off when they use our code dunks to help make starting the good habit that much easier. And now two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream direct TV satellite free. Hey Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get direct TV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream direct TV over the internet now. Oh sure. Next you're gonna tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? 
Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit directtv.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Yeah, he's he's done. I was sad. I was sad that Vince died. Yeah, uh, me too. But now we got to avenge some murder. That's the beauty of this. We got Hobbs got to avenge some murder. We've got Dom that's got to avenge some murder now. So that's what really brings them together. It's like this. We got to get this drug lord uh, that's killing all of our people. So Hobbs and Alina, they agree with the they agree to help with the heist. And we can get to it. Let's uh, let's go to it. The gang break into the police station and tear the vault holding Reyes' money from the building, dragging it through the city. I didn't see this coming. Uh, and, <laughs> again, I don't quite know how they were going to do it in the first plan. A much better plan. Yeah. yeah. You, got, you got Dom and Brian driving, which is their greatest, the greatest <laughs> skills on your team. Yeah, top of the yeah. resume. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I don't know why they had a first plan. This one, they, they nailed it. <laughs> they did nail it, and they got that thing out quick, and uh, and then they just go on and drag this damn vault through this city. It will take out buildings. It will take out you know concrete pillars, other cars, trucks. It'll bounce off a palm tree. <laughs> but I mean, I don't think are strong. I missed that one. I missed yeah, it it'll just ricochet off that, but wow. literally takes out everything else. Uh, extensive police chase. This is a crazy scene. Um, Dom and Brian, they continue. Or Dom, excuse me, has Brian continue without him. I was confused by that. Did he press something to, like, undo Brian's car? Yeah? Some sort yeah. of a release, it looked like. Yeah. Okay. But so wasn't the whole point that you needed both cars to That's pull what it? I thought, yeah. And in any case... This scene, this was great. This scene, I don't know how you guys felt, but yeah. this was a great set piece. I mean, obviously it's ridiculous, but who cares? It's the final, you know, chase of the movie, and it was it delivered. I thought it was really, really good. Yeah, it was really funny when Dom, Dom is such a good driver that he's pulling a gigantic vault behind his one car, but like somehow like steering it <laughs> to like just take out cars using it like a mace. Yeah. Basically a mace attached to his car. Uh, my favorite uh, bit of destruction is when the cable that attaches the car to the safe at one point like slices off the top of another oh, yeah. car because, yeah. you know, it's like just pulls taut or whatever. Uh, get a little shot of Nas in here as well, which yep. I was happy to yep. see. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the safe dragging through the city. Uh, tough to beat in the fast world. Yeah, I mean, JD, in this movie alone, was this the coolest scene? This this taking of the vault and dragging it through the city and, like, obviously taking out cops and stuff like that and henchmen and all that? Uh, or do you think it ranks below the train scene and even maybe below the, uh, you know, getting Dom out of the, the bus? No, I think this is the best yeah. scene we've seen so far. It's the most spectacular uh, thing that they've done. And as to to my, as far everything that I've read, it's mostly r- not real, but yeah, those cars are actually dragging a nine-ton uh, vault. Like it's an in some scenes, in some there's apparently three vaults. There's the vault that they were actually dragging, which had some slippery shit on it to allow it to slide. Yeah. Then there was a, uh, a a smaller one that was driven. There was like a pickup truck inside that they just cut off half of the pickup, and then an actual semi to add to literally drive it into cars that oh, have been yeah. hollowed okay. up to to make it just just mayhem and destruction. And they did 
an incredible job on that. Um, you know, the, the whole conceit that um, only corrupt cops are getting killed, but no pedestrians are getting <laughs> yeah. injured is, is how is actually hilarious. And well, at one point, at one point when it crashes through a bank, a bank where there's full of people the, 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 and and nobody's hurt, apparently, or we, we don't know. But that's the assumption. I was like, I turned to Jackson. I was like, wouldn't it be cool if that vault snagged the bank vault and now they were dragging two vaults? <laughs> I mean, why not? You've come this far, right? Like, right. you might as well. Like playing but, a like playing a barrel of monkeys where you have to, like, take a monkey and grab another one. They just try and keep adding on vaults. Yeah, That's right, yeah. Okay. Uh, but talking about how, how, yeah, definitely no innocent civilians are dying in this. There's a part where where uh, Brian just laughing to himself at how well it's going. Like he's, oh, yeah, yeah. he literally <laughs>, laughs. I'm like, dude, you probably just murdered like twenty to thirty people. But yeah. he's he's having a great time, and as was I. Yeah, it was it was honestly very very exciting this scene, and it ends. Um, you know, well, there's a big a big crash. Uh, Reyes is badly injured by Dom's assault, and then Brian returns and kills uh, ZZ. Yeah, that guy is still alive somehow. ZZ is still alive, but Brian kills him, and then Hobbs arrives on the scene, and he kills Reyes. I think I have that right uh, yep. in terms mm-hmm. of, like, who's killing who here. This, uh, Just walks by him and casually shoots him yeah. in the face as he's going. Yeah. And the only was- cop in this entire franchise, there's two cops that are not corrupt in this entire franchise. It's Nevis... Yep. Who just joined up and it's Bilkins. Everybody else is like, <laughs> as soon as Hobbs gets the chance to go murdering, he's like, Dom, I'm in. I'm coming with you, buddy. I know I've worked my whole life to become an officer like I have, but you're offering me some vengeance right here. So yeah. I am 100% in. Bilkins, man, you better stay on the straight and narrow. I yeah. can't lose yeah. faith in Bilkins. Oh, God. It, it, it is uh, his weekend shirt, J.D. <laughs> yeah. Bilkins yeah. is going to go yeah. on a killing rampage. Uh, yeah, it's Also, the, after that entire reign of destruction, I couldn't help thinking, like, you know, it. they should have just kept him in jail. Like, they were... Dom is guilty. He's guilty going, at the very beginning of the movie. He's convicted... He'll admit that he did everything that he said that he did. He's a menace to society, and this just proves it, right? Like he's he destroys Rio de Janeiro with 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 the vault. You know, like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's. I don't yeah, know. It doesn't seem so. as bad as beating someone with a wrench twenty five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> That'll still be at the top of his uh, of his rap sheet for sure. Uh, yeah, I was a little shocked. I'm with you, Trey. When when the rock when Hobbs was just bang it's like uh it's like nothing. easy man yeah i was like woo that was too easy for mm. you uh, you're, you're you got some darkness in you i f- i feel like they toned it down a little bit too because those gunshots weren't very loud to me like it you don't actually see them mm. hit the body or anything mm. you know like uh, i think they the, they did some uh some either sound finesse or just it's out of frame it's just everything else is super bombastic but he just goes pop pop and he's He's gone. He's just dead. Like, all right, we were trying to make Hobbs not look too, too bad. Oh, for sure. Okay, so though Hobbs... This is where we're now on the bridge. Hobbs says, Here, here's the deal, all right? Uh, I can't... I, I, I refuse to let you guys go free, mm-hmm. but, but... But, 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 but... 
give you a 24-hour head start to -hmm. escape on the condition (laughs) that they leave the vault as it is. Also, read the fine print. I might win a fight later on in this franchise. I'm going to need you to sign right here. The the vault, by the way, that's filled with with drug money, so I'm not sure why. It's Mm. not like they're giving that back to, uh, like... you know, regular folks that have invested, you know, invested right. in their checking account. Right, right, right. But anyways. Right. So that seems like a fair deal if you're in Brian and Dom's position. Sure. I mean, that's could, not could bad. You hope for anything better? No, that's great. Oh, we, we killed who we wanted to kill. Uh, you're letting us get 24 hour head start, man. Have you seen us? Like, we, we flip a bus <laughs> over and we can get out of there in like five minutes. We can separate and be back together in a different country in no time. Uh, and yeah, okay, we'll leave, we'll leave the vault, but, 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 and I will admit, didn't see it coming. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I missed a, a tell somewhere. Maybe you guys can tell me what I missed, but we learn that the vault is empty because it had been switched during the chase with the real vault being successfully opened. Uh, the, the they're look, uh, Hobbs is looking at the Amazon vault, right? That's the one. That uh, Tash has ordered. And they have the real one in the warehouse, have cracked it open, and they're splitting their cash. And Dom's team goes their separate ways. And we get a little, uh, we get get the rare montage of everybody leaving and doing uh, whatever there is they're going to do. So we always get the montage of what they're doing when they all come together. But this is, uh, we also get the the bookend of it, JD. Um, But yeah, did you see this vault switch happening? Did I miss it? And what did you think of it? This is my second time seeing the movie, but absolutely the first time I was like, "Whoa!" I'm totally <laughs> surprised. Like it, uh, and it would, and then I watched it again uh, last night, and it was, uh, I was like, "Oh, there's the there's the garbage truck right there!" Like, yeah. And uh, but yeah, it was cool. It was uh, I I love that little twist at the end. There, it was great. Matt, what'd you think? Um, I saw it come. I didn't know how it would happen, but I knew it wasn't enough of a win. Otherwise, the movie ends with them him going, you've 24 hours, and then yeah. they just walk away, and then all is for naught because they haven't got any of the money. I did, did I know that when they said, ten, you have 10 seconds, it was because they were lining up with a garbage truck that had the false safe? I did not know that. Right. But my question is, we got a, a classic quid pro quo here, right? I give you a 24-hour head start. You leave me the money. Now, they escaped with the money. Doesn't that void the agreement? And if so, they're in the warehouse that you've already been to. Just Just go over there. But instead, it just ends on a shot of Vahad just chuckling to himself like, those guys, those guys that got me to abandon my principles in five seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Go on a murderous rampage. And they they took the money. Those rascals. I bet they're at that warehouse counting, counting it now, laughing, thinking about what they're going to do with all that money. Um, but too bad I don't know where it is. Oh, I do know where it is because I've been to that warehouse. Well, well I'll see him next time. Right, right. Yeah. And well, uh, then my other question about the montage was Tej says earlier he wants to start an auto body shop with the money, right? Yeah. They got to lay low. So him being smart what does he call the auto body shop 
Tej. <laughs> Tejs. <laughs> also, didn't he own an auto body shop? He, yeah. We talked about it being the greatest located garage in, in the history of garages on the water where you can have jet ski races out back while you're working on cars. I was so confused. I was like, didn't he I, yeah. own that? Did he just work that? Did he lease it? I thought the exact same thing. Yeah, maybe he didn't know. Maybe he just worked there. Is that maybe. possible? Because the manager so. wanted to open his own place? Yeah. Probably. That's what they would tell us, funny. I think, to make it work. Yeah. Um, well, Trey, I mean, same question to those guys. What do you think of the, the old switcheroo and then them going all their separate ways, if you have anything to add to that? I think they do a great job of hiding it. There's no way to know in the moment how they do the switch until until they run it back and they show what actually happened under the bridge. Because, I mean, right. they do show... Like, uh, whatever, the the garbage truck, like, passing away, sort yeah. of, right? And then they all go underneath the bridge. They've got, uh, I guess, Han and Roman are trailing in their cop cars. They all split up. You don't know anything about it until they unveil that they've uh, made off in the old Ocean's Eleven 1-2. Switch it out just like in Ocean's Eleven, to be yeah, quite honest. Exactly. But, um... Uh, they hide it so well. Just like in Ocean's Eleven, they hide it. You don't know how they're getting away with it. You know they're getting away with it at some point. So I thought it was super clever. But I am a little unsure how Hobbs would be able to get the safe open out on the freeway or whatever. Yeah. We just saw a lot of effort put into figuring out how they're going to possibly crack this. Uh, you know, Giselle had to put her body on the line and uh, get creeped on by Reyes to get this handprint thing. It just like falls open when they're yeah. Out there. I <laughs> mean, open. did it just break open of after what it had gone through? I guess is that what we're yeah maybe to so uh, the latch is loose or something like that. <laughs> which, uh, you know, lucky for Dom and Brian, it didn't creak open up three minutes earlier. That's the other thing. Like if. Hobbs decides, yeah, this deal is void. These guys stole the money. They're out of here. I got a chance to track them down. Like, they're like six blocks away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tops, so right? Not much time has passed before he lets them go. It'd be easy to call an audible there, but the way they switch it out, brilliant stuff. Yeah. And uh, and them all leaving the montage, Matt. Did you have a favorite of the, of the bunch of what they were, you know, where they were headed or what they were doing with their money that uh, that stood out to you? Well, I guess I'll just go Han and Giselle. Her on his lap, driving the car, um, and maybe in, going to Tokyo at some point well, in yeah, the future. In Germany, right? I guess. Yeah, the they Autobahn. Are. Yeah, they're on the yeah, Autobahn. On, on yeah. the Autobahn. I actually, I, I uh, have one tip for Han, because remember you were talking about how, JD, I think you were saying, in, in part of the lore, it's that he used to smoke, and that's why he's eating. And it's confirmed in this movie yeah. that that is, that mm-hmm. is why. And I guess my question for him is, has he heard of gum? Because that keeps your mouth very occupied with almost zero calories. <laughs> right? It's not as cool, though, has man. He heard it's of not gum. as cool. Not as cool. Definitely on seat, uh, on camera, it's not as cool. Just chomping away. Hey, Han, could you keep it down? <laughs> this guy loves gum. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to get this vault, man. All I hear is you. <laughs> okay, we got a couple more scenes here. Tropical Beach. Brian challenges Dom to a final no-stakes race to prove who is the better driver. There's that. And then, I'll just chuck this in here now, mid credit scene, Hobbs is given a file by Monica Fuentes. Uh, remember her? That's Eva Mendez. Uh, Fuentes, I guess. Uh, concerning the hijack of a military convoy in Berlin, where he discovers, Hobbs does, a recent photo of Dom's former sweaty girlfriend, 
Letty. <laughs> Sweaty Letty, who had pres- been presumed dead, who we, we, we watched Dom himself figure out the case, mm. break mm. it all down. But mm. I mean, I was, I was like, uh, come on. I was a little bit come on, but I also, when we did the podcast, you guys will remember, I was like, I thought early in that movie, like, uh, I don't think she's dead. Mm-hmm. I think there's something else going on here. So I feel like I maybe nailed this. I mean, we're going to find out because uh, well, she's obviously alive and can't wait to see how she gets back in. But I think I may have called it in watching it. Like the, there was a there was a switcheroo there or something like that or a faking of a death. But anyway, those are the two final scenes. And that is Fast Five. So we uh, took a lot longer than we normally do there to go to the movie. <laughs> so the fast we're, we're gonna make this a lot faster than we even normally do jd your favorite scene car or quote from fast five well i uh, mentioned that my favorite scene is the one we didn't see which was the race that i was very very happy <laughs> right? that we didn't see that um i did actually have a favorite car for one for once i have a favorite car and i'm going to show it to you now okay it's this is not the car, but this is the same sort of car. This is what Brian drove. Brian and Mia drove to Rio de Janeiro, and I think he's driving it around. It is the uh, the 1971 Nissan Skyline GTR Hakasuka model. Mm. This car is badass. Yeah. I, I just loved it. Uh, I don't know what... We don't see it racing or anything. He's just driving around in it, but goddamn, I love this car. Um, That's a and- Nissan Skyline? It's a it's a 1971's Nissan Skyline GTR. Mm. For oh, all Brian you. loves a Skyline. I didn't know it was a classic though. I thought yeah. it was all, all 90s. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the archives. And, and I have a favorite. It's not a favorite quote, but I do love as a super nerd that Hans alias is Hans. Solo. I know. Oh, very I know. good. I did not notice that. <laughs> With uh, Seoul as in Seoul, Korea, and then OH. Uh, just awesome little tip of the hat to uh, to Star Wars from Justin Lin or whoever the, the production designers are terrible alias i mean if you're gonna have an alias you should probably go with a different first name but (laughs) (laughs) harrison harrison solo um in that scene jd i thought there might have been another easter egg when like han's face pops up then i forget who's maybe giselle's face pops up and then Ludacris's face pops up Mm -hmm. and when Ludacris's face pops up um hobbs says yeah, they can change their names, but they can't change their faces. Do you think that's a reference to Ludacris being Chris Bridges? Mm. Mm. <laughs> ah, yeah, that's how deep I went. Oh, and then, and then went. the uh, you know the ultimate switcheroo happens under a bridge. Cool. <laughs> now I I even wow. went so far as to look at how um, Ludacris is credited in Fast Five. He's credited yep. as. Uh, Chris, quote, yes. Ludicrous Bridges. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, maybe in the first one he's credited as just Ludicrous, but he's it's the same. So, same you know, it's probably yeah. not. What I just said, probably not. Okay. Um, well, Matt, let's go to you next. Uh, favorite favorite scene, favorite car, favorite quote. Uh, all three, just one of them, yeah. whatever you want. I'll give them to you super quick. Yep. Favorite scene is, is the vault set piece. Yep. Uh, favorite car is the real MVP, the Mac MR, which is the, the vault switching truck. Okay. Without well. that, without that truck, you, you got nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and my favorite quote was the uh, the Thunderwear. So I'll I'll switch it up for another quote that we didn't talk about that I w- I want to bring it up solely so you could tell me what it means. 
when they're explaining to Tyrese how much money they're going to steal and how much they're each going to get, he says, 11 million sounds like a whole lot of vaginal activity to me. (laughs) I've got that in my furious part. What does it mean? (laughs) It means I'm getting laid a lot, dog. I think that's all it means. Oh. Okay. So $11 million. Okay. I guess vaginal activity. Okay. Brutal line. Uh, okay, but, Sounds like uh, a lot of vaginal activity to me. They give Romans a brutal lot. You can pay for a lot of IVF. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Trey, uh, before we get to the Furious, we already know that's on your list. What about your the fast, your favorite parts? We got three top tier scenes over the course of the franchise in this movie, no doubt. The train heist is great uh, right off the beginning. Brian outside of the train, he jumps to the car. They jump to the lake. One of the best Brian stunts in the yeah. entire franchise. Probably the, uh, it's up there with maybe the first movie uh, where he's he's trying to get Vince off the, you know, he's hanging off the thing, he's on top of the car. It's up there with that. And I think he needed, they needed to do something special for Brian in this one pretty soon, or pretty early on because the big set piece in four is driving through the tunnel a second time. It's like, not very exciting. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they gave Brian something exciting to do and I think he, uh, Paul Walker crushes it in this one. The gang getting back together scene and them meeting up in the warehouse is really great. And of course the safe chase is one of the pinnacles of fast and furious stunts and set pieces. So, uh, you know, the nod to oceans 11, the rip off, whatever you want to call it. Those three scenes I think are some of the best that we see the entire time. And definitely my favorite in this movie. It's good. Uh, I agree with a lot of what you guys are saying in terms of favorite scenes there. I will add, I don't think we talked about this scene where we have Dom and Brian talking about, uh, their, their childhood, really, their, what they grew up, had their situations. And sort of like, you know, caught me by surprise. I just would have expected that Dom grew up in a, in a, in a horrible uh, family environment and thus leaned into being all about family. And like, that's most important. But he's actually the opposite. Isn't he just like saying like, my dad was the best. Yeah. He was the greatest. Everybody loved him. And it's Brian who's saying, like, oh, I didn't even know his dad and stuff like that. I thought that was, uh, you know, again, a little backstory building for some of these guys. I'm with you. Brian was amazing in the train scene. I feel like he disappears as this movie goes on. Like, I just, like, he's not all that in it. And that's, I think, a big part of The Rock, of course, like, taking over a lot of the screen time and eating it up and and him and Dom's, like, head-to-head stuff. But, uh, you know, I did love that. I love that jump scene. I just keep thinking of that one scene where they are floating off like of the car. Like steadying themselves. It looks so cool. Apparently, Paul Walker did a lot of his own stunts, too. Like a lot of the parkour stuff um, when he was running around. Did, v- did Vin around. Diesel do that stunt where he's treading water? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, they had to bring in a stunt double. Uh, one of my favorite quotes, a tiny one, just because I was like, wow, they slipped it in. Anytime a movie or TV show, we get an enhance it. And we got one of this from The Rock. Enhance it. A great point because they're like, she's like, oh, we enhance, but their faces are covered. And then The Rock's like, use the facial recognition software. Yeah. Well, you don't see their faces, (laughs) Hobbs, so I don't know why the facial recognition software is going to help, but it does. It does. It it somehow works. Uh, Yeah. So that's what I got in my, and I did have lots of flying bunches, uh, punches from Brian too, because he was yeah. throwing the Superman punch every time he threw a punch. Uh, that's he was really shining there. I okay. also love a few of Hobbs's badass lines. Make okay. sure you got your thunderwear or thunderwear yep. on. A classic. Uh, when he's getting debriefed on the entire scenario, when he finally lands in Brazil, you want the good news or the bad news? 
you know I like my dessert first. Yep, yep. Tells them all about it. <laughs> Give me the damn veggies. <laughs> this guy can't say anything normal. Uh, he finally finds out about Dominic Toretto, and rather than saying, follow him, I want to know everything he does, Hobbs says, if he goes to the John... I want to know how many times he shakes it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not a visual you want. Know, Dom at a urinal shaking his dick to get the little pee <laughs> droplets out. That's not great. Uh, Hobbs, uh, yeah, it's me, Nevis. 15 shakes today. <laughs> 15! <laughs> Whoa! Or, or, or like... 28 wipes. Oh, I didn't say you had to watch him take a shit. I didn't want to know that. Everything except for that. It only speaks oh, in metaphors. That, and then that's the, it's his crap. Is yeah, I was going to say, 28 wipes, that must be the guy that shat up the Policia Militaria building. Okay. Okay. To the furious, uh, dumbest scene, other things you hated. We can even throw in any other random observations here. Notes you want to share, JD, back to you. Yeah, uh, my f- that I hated the police car chase, the the police car uh, race scene. Yeah, I mean, what a stupid thing to do. I mean, I get the the fun of having a race and stuff, and let's let, you know, let's get it, let's get our dicks out and measure them. But you are the most wanted people in Rio de Janeiro. You just stole four police cars, and now. Right outside the police station, you're going to have a race through the streets. I mean, that are they the stupidest people <laughs> ever to commit crimes in the world? I mean, it, it was stuff like that. I mean, I know this is just it's I, I try not to think about things like this, but I, this I could not get past. It was just. Well, yeah. JD, in their in their defense, those are invisible cars. <laughs> <laughs> I think I read too that Tyrese accidentally turned on his police sirens in that scene. Oh, so that's why he's the only they, one with them. And they thought it was funny, like they were like, his character might do that. Like, might yeah, be, totally. I guess yeah. I guess they're saying dumb enough to do it, or maybe even smart enough, at least, and make it seem like they're actual cops. But uh, yeah, so they just left it in and they edited it around it. I also, they like- they did burn a lot of calories on this scheme, right? Like on this whole, we gotta we gotta have the fastest car. To get around these cameras, right? Yeah. And then we got to steal invisible cars, but they never, it never came to fruition. It was, it was abandoned like immediately, yeah. right? Yeah. It never came up. But uh, not that I'm not, I'm not docking it points for that. I'm, I just hated that scene. Okay. Um, Trey, let's go to you next here. Uh, things you hated. Furious. Okay. This is, this is stupid to not. To not like, but early on, uh, it's right after Dom and Brian and Mia have split up after Dom has been freed from the transport. Uh, they go back to, I guess, Vince's house. They're talking with uh, Vince. They're talking with Vince's girlfriend. His son is there. And, you know, we've kind of, we've got the hints that Mia is pregnant. So she wants to show her motherly instincts. And she says something to, to Vince's girlfriend like, oh, let me put your baby down. Goes and takes the baby, just sets the baby in the crib, fully clothed, on top of the covers. Right. No, no swaddling? I know. Laura's like, 
Yeah, that's how you put a baby down. Like, the mom is going to have to redo literally everything. Right. This kid's just laying there, fully clothed, like, button-down shirt, jeans, getting ready to go to sleep for 12 hours. Like, come on, Mia. you got to step your game up if you're going to be having a baby here pretty soon. I also love all of the, like, scene-setting um, kind of exposition lines we get like whatever happens don't stop the train there were no fatalities in this and one of my favorites is when Hobbs is kind of breaking down his plan to catch Dom and Brian and the guy he's telling it to says is all this necessary to apprehend two men (laughs) (laughs) great question this is a great question by this random guy but then you know Hobbs kind of smooths it over yeah it's an undercover agent who knows where everybody's coming from and a guy who's escaped from prison twice maybe you do but it does seem like you're going a little overboard to catch mm. two car thieves over here yeah mm-hmm. yeah um matt what about you what made you furious uh just very quickly dumbest scene i said was tyrese in the evidence room thing i hated was the uh, elena and dom uh subplot oh. just rammed in there just uh, was not buying it is uh, she gonna stick around is she a part of the i the would guess now? absolutely wow wow okay um, and that's oh other random observations. Just the the scene where um, the rocks team gets killed, very reminiscent of a, of clear and present danger. The scene where they're oh, shooting yeah. the RPGs from the roofs, and I, I just had rewatched that during uh, COVID. So that was uh, another me pointing at the screen. Hey, mm. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Um, well, we will get to ranking this movie and where it falls in the five we've watched so far, and then Trey will set us up for Fast and Furious Six, but. Matt, our special guest here, you uh, got a little treat in store. A little top five. Let's do this. Fast five, fast five, fast five. Fast five, fast five, fast five. Fast five, fast five, fast five. And that is the fastest five. (laughs) You got too much time on your hands. I love it. Uh, so that that's great. It's that's just Drake. a sting. That's it. That's yeah. the whole thing. All right, moving on. Uh, yeah. What do you? Yeah. Is there an actual list, or you just wanted to put that together? <laughs> no, 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 no. There, there's an actual. There's an actual list. It's it's about a concern I have, and the concern is this: that cars, they're not just something that comedians get coffee in. And one of my worries about this podcast is we're, we're appealing to the casuals, you know, to people that don't know a lot about cars. I don't know a lot about cars. You don't know a lot about cars. But really, they're marvels of technology and ingenuity and a marriage of precision engineering and brute force. So I did a lot of research here. Mm-hmm. And this one is not for the, for the newbies. This one's for the car guys and the car gals, the gearheads, yep. the lug nuts. I'm going to present to you the top five parts of a car. Okay. And I think that all the auto okay. lovers out there will agree with my list. Okay. 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 And number five, wheels. Wow. Okay. Very, very low. Too low. Like too low. Yeah. Too okay, low. See the rest of the list. Yeah, I yeah. mean, okay. Because they are the only part of the car you can't reinvent. And um, <laughs> just trivia question. So, you know, let's suppose there's no spares. How many wheels on a car? Four. Four. <laughs> five. The steering wheel. Oh, right. Oh, oh, oh. So did you guys not oh. even know? You didn't even know there's a steering wheel? You guys don't know anything about cars. <laughs> Is it <Wow>. too small? <laughs> yeah, it always whiffs out the window. Yeah. Okay, at number four, uh, we have a uh, six CD changer. So... <laughs> <laughs> it's where you hide all your chips. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's right. That's right. Why would you have one CD player within arm's reach that you could change based on your whims and mood when you could put six CDs in the back of your trunk and never remember which album was in which slot? These are the six CDs that I think, I think there was a law. Um, these are six CDs that are in every six CD changer. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay? okay. Ooh, Paul, okay. Paul Simon's Graceland, Bonnie Raitt's Nick of Time, Annie Lennox's Diva, Don Henley's The End of the Innocence, Sade's Diamond Life, and Dire Straits Brothers in Arms. Those are the six CDs in every... Now, there's an ex- you could have um, the Eagles' Greatest Hits or Sting's Ten Summoner's Tales, but those are the only eight <laughs> options. Okay, uh, number three, we have uh, Power Seating. And no, wait, I, I'm a micro adjuster and on the road. As I'm moving, I might want to go a quarter of inch forward. I want to get my back straighter. I want to juice the lumbar. Um, like let's say I drove yesterday. So you think, well, the seat should be where you left it. No one else is driving the car, but that's where I wanted the seat yesterday. Today is today. My oh. body is, is going through subtle changes at all times. As Heraclitus said, you can't sit in the same seat twice. Mm, And kind of like power windows. Because, you know, I could say like, well, power windows were such an improvement on the old crank. But now every window in the car is just a power window. Mm -hmm. But if you're the passenger and you get in a car, unless it's a super fancy car, the passenger seat will have one of those old school things where like the person in the back's like, oh, could you move your seat forward a bit? And you pull the bar up and it goes like, and you fly right through the windshield. (laughs) Right? Yeah. That's why power seating is important. Okay. How do you feel? I heard you say you like to juice the lumbar. So you're, yeah. you like uh, like when the inflatable thing, I can kind of like move your back forward and mm. your pelvis tilt, kind of mess with that. I always think that's weird. It feels so strange to me. I like a flat lumbar. No, I, I, I like mine protruding. Oh, God. Bump yeah. it up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bump it up. Do you, Other, do you, otherwise, um, it's do you drive there. close to the steering wheel? Are you one of these people or are you way, way better? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm pretty close. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty close, close too. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm actually uncomfortably close because my legs hurt. Like, I have longer legs than I have upper body, but I like to feel, for some reason, being closer to steering wheel makes me feel like I have more control over the car. But then because I'm so close, I'm like, I'm having to fold my legs in weird ways and my feet in weird ways. Hmm. Oh, yeah. so now, now you know what a steering wheel is, huh? Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> the fifth wheel on a car. So before I get to number two, I just want to ask if you've noticed that at dinner parties nowadays, you don't hear wives say anymore like, Ugh. you know, my husband, he, he won't stop and ask for directions. I mean, he'd rather circle and circle than just ask someone where to go. And he won't admit he's lost. I mean, you know why it takes a million sperm to fertilize one egg? Because they won't stop and ask for directions. Yeah. <laughs> now, I you don't hear that anymore. You're saying. You don't hear that yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. And I attribute that to number two on my list, GPS. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So that's really solved that problem. And it saved us from having that hacky thing. I mean, that's not even a hack thing you can say about men anymore, really. You know? <laughs> In the 80s, 90s, I mean, that was, that was the go-to. Yeah. Stubborn. We've been, GPS yeah. has saved us. Yeah. yeah, but I will say GPS, I mean, of course it's in a lot of cars. I think it's in my car, but I still use my phone's GPS. Mm. Yeah, well, that's now GPS. That's... Yeah, but it's not a part of the car. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Apple CarPlay, you know, you attach your phone to the car. Well, I'm it's also not... in cars. 
I mean, I know I did say that. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, that's a luxury option. Though. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. Considering wheels is number five, and you're <laughs> counting steering wheel, I think that I think you got to flip five and two. Mm. Uh, but I wonder, has the complaint now became? He won't even use GPS. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he won't even plug it in to figure out where we're going. He thinks he knows where we're going. Maybe. I haven't heard that complaint, but. I think it's gone to, he won't even, like, people use it. That doesn't mean they're good at following GPS. Ooh. Oh, oh well, now, yeah, Damn, now you now might I get just... the, the GPS said turn right. And he won't even listen. You know, he'll, yeah. he, he <laughs> thinks he's got a shortcut. Yeah, this, right, right. this prick that right. I'm married to. <laughs> this. <laughs> This asshole that I'm married to, he came. You, well, let. I don't even want to get to the laundry. I don't. Even, he doesn't squeeze the dish rag when he's mm. done. What when he's done? What he doesn't. Your husband washes the dishes. I can't even get my husband to wash any of the dishes because they're all idiots. Okay, uh, let's get to number one. Number which one, is, which is obvious, uh, but it's the most important part of the car: uh, air conditioning. <laughs> All right. Because you can't tell me I don't care how nice your PT Cruiser is. I'm not getting into it in the summer unless it has air conditioning. Mm. Wow. Mm. Without air conditioning, there would be no driving in the summer, which is really the peak, you know, driving time. Wow, you uh you're going to be in for a rude awakening when you come back to Atlanta. I got a dog, and I like to have those windows down from a dog in the back seat. <laughs> Nothing makes my Luna happier than having her tongue wagging out the back seat. So, because of that, I'm also one of these weird people like, if the windows are open, we're not turning on the air conditioning. Ooh. Well, if the dog's in the car, I'd prefer the windows are down because I'm allergic. Oh, <laughs> wow. interesting. Interesting. By the way, Luna told me that Luna told me that you don't ask for directions and that you think you know better than that. How dare you? Okay. All right. So I think everyone will agree. Uh, those are the top five parts of a car. It's a okay. solid list. A hundred. Great. Those are five parts Great of a car. List. Do you think you're a Do you think you're a good driver, Matt? Yes, I think I'm. Uh, like not a. I'm not a precision driver. Yeah. But I, I'm. I think I'm a very safe driver. Yeah. I'll get you where you need to go. Um, but like. If you're like, we got to get there super fast, I'm probably not your guy. Right, right, right. That is true. It's like when you, when you, I, when I just asked you and I said, are you a good driver? You can come at it two ways. It's like, one is, are you a safe driver? Because you're a good driver because you're not crashing your car into things. But then the other thing is a good driver is someone, you know, with a little more gusto, you know, gonna like a tassie, like uh, zipping in and out, probably checking his phone while he's driving. Uh <laughs> He's That's probably, not a good driver. No, you always say Tass is a good it driver. Is. Tass is a good driver. He is. He's a okay. He's a confident driver. He's a yeah, <laughs> he's definitely a confident driver. He is a good driver, but he takes unnecessary risks. He'll get halfway to the destination before he puts his seatbelt on. Wow, gee, I don't know. I I don't know about that. That's I think back in the day. I I just back he in can, the day. I bet that guy can do a better. Three point turn that you can. Then <laughs> me. Three point turn. What's this something hard about yeah. a three point? No, turn? actually, let me rephrase what? that. If if we're going down a street, and we realize because the GPS says turn around, go the other way, there's no one else I would want driving more than Tass to to again turn us around quicker than any of you guys and myself included. Your your measure for a good driver is being able to turn around. 
Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, Cass is also actually really bad with GPS. I was going to say, you know why he's turning he's around? Not very good at that. He's yeah. not following directions. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's a great driver. Tass, if you're listening, you're the best driver. I think he's a great driver too. Yeah. What's, but he's you know always what? late, so he takes crazy le- risks. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you, you know, like they say that uh, that sort of head coach test in the NFL. They're like, uh, where when we're interviewing all these, or like to find out who's the alpha quarterback, we like say, oh, you're all driving, and then the first one to reach for the car keys is like the alpha among them. Mm. He's like, oh, even in this group of alphas, I gotta drive. So let's say it's the this you know four of us here plus Tassie and Lee. I would say it's Tassie taking the car keys. Oh, 100%. Hmm. I, it's not me. I don't ever want to drive. Oh, me neither. No. Yeah. It just seems like such a chore. No. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, it's the least fun part of a road trip being totally. a driver, for sure. Totally. Uh, I'll, I'll claim being a bad driver, but... <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing else really to follow up with that. I like to drive with one hand like Vin Diesel. Maybe that's the problem. That's uh, the key to me. Are you a good driver? How many hands do you use? Two? Oh. You're a shitty driver. Shitty. You drive with <laughs> one hand. Yeah. That's all you need. That's why they started putting all these disclaimers at the end of these movies. <laughs> yeah. For, for guys like Trey, uh, you shouldn't be trying this. Please don't do this. Well, I think, uh, Trey, maybe if, if you're not driving at peak uh, performance, maybe it's because you're always driving in sandals or Birkenstocks. <laughs> and those are not like... I've, yeah, I've tried to drive in vans. Oh, I hate driving in. I've tried to drive in a sandal yeah. and I was like, never again. I took the sandals off. I was just going, uh, raw dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was just raw dog in that pedal. Oh yeah. I'm barefoot. always barefoot driving. Oh really? I kick what? off those flip flops. <laughs> oh yeah. All, almost every time. Oh, you're if a I'm horrible sandals, driver then. Those, sure. those flip flops could get stuck back there. Uh, yeah. The pedal. That's true. You no, no, yeah. Necessary. You got to put them into the. <laughs> Under the passenger seat. Can it? Can you guys drive a stick? No, no. I'm a horrible driver. Of course not. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. terrible. You're yeah, the best driver then. Me and Tass are the best drivers. Yeah, there you go. Because we're, the, we're the ones that can drive stick. Yeah, well, Lee true. can drive both on the right side of the road and the left side of the road. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so and can I. So and can from I. what I remember, only sometimes forgets where he yeah, is. Yeah, I was going to say, it takes <laughs> him a while to remember what side he's on, but he gets there. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's start scoring this. Let's rate this bad boy. Uh, Roger Ebert gave this film three out of four stars, praising it as, quote, a skillfully assembled 130 minutes at the movies with actors capable of doing absurd things with straight faces <laughs> and action sequences <laughs> that toy idly with the laws of physics physics excuse me uh end quote so that's roger but he liked it three out of four not bad we do one out of ten here though uh let's start with matt how you how you rating fast five matt on a scale of one to ten seven okay he liked it didn't love it it's number one on my list i mean i I don't know if that's really yeah oh go ahead take us five i got fast five then i got uh, Tokyo Drift and the first one tied and then I got the fourth one and then the second one which I will remind you I did not Didn't see. even watch. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Seven. Interesting. Not bad and, and at the top of your list like you said. This is your favorite yeah. of the bunch. So well, far. Trey, am I wrong that this is generally the best one? I haven't seen the other ones but people consider this I think this the it's, best. it's the first certified fresh movie in the series. Mm. Uh, you know, number five. I think it's got a 77 on Rotten Tomatoes right now, so kind of in line with your seven right there. And previously, it was like 20s and 30s. Maybe we got a 44 uh, mm. earlier, but yeah. Uh, this was the first one that definitely had a little bit of critical backing as well. And I think uh, on Rotten Tomatoes now, I think it might be the second highest score of the series. Maybe number seven uh, is a little bit higher, but it's also in the 70s. Uh, so yeah, this one is 
pretty well regarded. Okay, and how do you uh, rate it, Trey? Easy 10. Uh, wow. It's my second 10. <laughs> wow. You're so, you're so oh. free and easy with your 10s, man. <laughs> Am I? This is only my second 10. The two I loved. That's the first two one. two 10s already. We're not even halfway through. Ten right? seconds. You're not even going to get to a single 10, so I've got to bring the extra. Yeah. You Come don't on. know that. You oh. don't know that. Yes, I know that. Everybody knows that, JD. <laughs> I think Justin Lin is in his bag in this one. Kay. He's got the perfect mix of action, and I love the character moments because I love all the characters. The villain, I think he's solid. I think Hernan Reyes yeah. is actually mm-hmm. kind of the most villainous villain we've seen yet. Like, he's committing murders in the first half hour of this movie, which usually it's like a crazy, uh, over-elaborate torture is what we're seeing from the villains here. Like, Carter Verone was famous for ratting him, you know, throw a rat on the guy. <laughs> Hernan Reyes straight up just killed a guy. He's got uh, all the cops in his pocket. But as a villain, he almost doesn't matter because you're more concerned with how are they going to get this guy's money. I like that the movie has become less about getting found out and more like, how are they going to pull off this crazy thing? They brought everybody back. Dom and Brian, I think they're on point with their chemistry. There's a little bit better balance here. I thought Fast 4 is a Dom movie. We get more Brian in this one, certainly more in the first half. First part, yeah. Roman, I mean, they give him some brutal lines for sure, but I still think he's one of the funnier characters in the series. He's been rocketing up my personal list as we've been re-watching these. Han is cool. You get bigger roles for Leo and Santos. I think they're pretty funny in this after basically having no lines in the first one. There's a little bit more for Giselle to do. It's basically Ocean's Eleven with cars and explosives, mm-hmm. so I love it. Give oh, me a 10. 10. Trey's second 10, so he's got the first movie and then now Fast Five at the top of his leaderboard. Uh, JD, you said right from the jump, you were not the biggest fan of this. Maybe where the direction of the movie's going and just like just the vibe of it, even though yeah. Justin Lin is the produ- or the director, and you've said you liked some things, like set pieces and stuff like that, but how yeah. do you like it? And I was uh, coming into this podcast, I I didn't have a score because I felt like I could get talked into a higher score. And I think I ultimately was. I'm going with a seven as well, Matt, Um, which I think I gave to Tokyo Drift. But uh, if I'm ranking them, I'm going Tokyo Drift still number one. The only the only strike against Fast Five is there's just not enough Han, who's my still my favorite uh, yeah, okay. character. So it goes Tokyo Drift, Fast Five, The Fast and F- the Furious, Fast Four, Fast and Furious, mm-hmm. and uh, Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, which I think is going to remain at the bottom of the list, judging by what, the trajectory we we are on. And Trey. I'm there's going to be a 10. I feel like I've got a 10 in me. I, wow. I, I'm confident. I feel you. like I, I feel like I'm acc- acclimating myself to the, the world and the universe and the vibe of these. And, uh, I, I feel like there's a surprise coming. I'm hoping there's a surprise coming. Let's You're going to have to be suspending a lot of disbelief, JD, <laughs> but sounds like you owe me a 10 star movie. Oh. Hey, you. Uh, this is by far the best movie we've watched so far. Like, I mean, I know they're all linked and that's part of the fun of this one when they all came back. Like we said, oh my God, yes, 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 yes. They're all back together. It's going to be great. But just like look at it separately, even though it was a bit longer. I think it was still too long, though this podcast mm-hmm. is uh, hilariously long too. Uh, it's just better. It's better than the first one, I even think. Uh, big part because the rock's in it and he just takes it up a whole other notch. 
I was surprised by the like the little switcheroo at the end. It got me. Uh, I thought it was funny to see them go their separate ways and we get that and some comedy. Yeah, there's some cringe lines and they do give a lot of them to Tyrese. You said it. You're like, why would they write that? It's like the guy is a funny guy. You don't need to make these stupid lines. Mm. But overall, I was entertained. Volume was cranked. Lights were off. And, uh, <laughs> Wait, so are... The most important question to me is, have you converted to watching movies like a normal person with no the lights off way. and the volume up? No way. What, what, you know, what's the advantage to, of doing it your way? You're hurting your eyes, man. Oh, Turn come on. on. Jesus. <laughs> and I'm a does, great does everyone, does everyone here disagree with you? Just uh, straw poll? JD I, and Trey? I, I disagree. I Although I do, I, I, I do like the lights dimmed. I don't like them completely off. I don't like the only light source being the TV, but... Yeah. I, I do like the lights dim okay, theater esque, oh, you know. Oh, okay, okay. I like. I, I, put, I have a little exit saying. sign that I put that I uh, that I light up <laughs> just to add to the ambiance. <laughs> I I crumble some popcorn under my feet. <laughs> yeah. and no, I, no. Matt pays for someone to come over to his house while he's watching a movie and pour a little coke on his back. <laughs> uh, I I pay people to come whisper around me so I can be like. <laughs> This is why I never come to the cinema. <laughs> this is why I never come to my living room. <laughs> yeah, uh, I won't watch a movie if the floor isn't a little bit sticky, but usually not a problem. For me, I only go full darkness for the most special of occasions, you know, yeah. like, like a finale of a TV series or something like that. Because then, I don't know, once you turn them off, you're like, oh, we're watching a movie here. Yeah. We're really getting into it. Um, I'm more along the lines of JD where like dark, but, you know, I still got to be able to walk around the house and do something. Fast Five does not deserve an all lights out, uh, you know, setup. Uh, a dim, sure. A, a, a living room side lamp. Yeah, okay. Just one. Uh, I like this movie, though. And I think I'm going to score it my highest. I'm not going 10. Uh, it is not the perfect movie. But give me an eight and a half. Which is, I believe, Ooh. one full point more than I gave the original movie, and maybe Tokyo Drift too. I which we uh, we were all pretty high on that. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, this has been my favorite so far. I think it's just going to get stupider and sillier as it goes on. But if, uh, if there's more rock going, uh, well, I guess what is he just going to be a part of the squad now? Like this is where I'm like, he's never going to be against them. I, I guess he's going to be with them. How does that change the dynamic of this team? Well, in the cutscene at the end, he's still hunting them, so... He's still hunting them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but then I know there's a guy named Shaw coming around somewhere. Mm. That's a brother, I think. Oh, boy. Anyway, we'll save that for the next one oh, yeah. or whenever he shows up. Uh, and yeah, set us set us up or lead us into movie number six, Fast and Furious 6, Trey. What, what can we expect here? I, the, the, of course, the twist is Letty is still alive. I guess that's going to be the, the driving plot point of the next one. That's right, Skeets. Letty is back. Or is she? Mm. She is. <laughs> <laughs> but is she still family? Uh, There's only one oh. way to find out. Racing, stealing, and blowing shit up. But Letty isn't the only fast star who makes a comeback. And cars aren't the only thing these lads are driving anymore. Fast Five up the ante on the action. And Fast Six takes steps that make this even more wild. Like you're saying, Skeets, it kind of feels like we've got as much as we can out of the cars in this uh, yeah, yeah. franchise, right? There's another five movies still. There's another wow. five movies, so you got to find some other things besides cars. Oh, and now you say in this hole, like you're, you're leaving these little Letty breadcrumbs here. 
So she's Letty obviously she, <laughs> sweaty, bready, Letty. She's alive, <laughs> but you're 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 alluding to that. Uh oh, she's done something to that's gonna piss off Dom, which then leads me to believe this cop that he's now in love with is gonna have a fight scene with Letty here or, or uh, something like that. JD, um, all right, are we going to <laughs> Berlin? Uh, Fast Six. Is that where that takes place? I don't know. I probably should have looked. I, I can't remember where they said. Uh, I think that's where they they said she was in Berlin. But yeah, who yeah. knows if that's who knows where. if that's where I she think is. We're going to London. Yeah, we're going to London because if I'm not mistaken, this was the one that was filmed. It must have been filmed during 2012 Olympics because remember Vin Diesel showed up at the Team USA gold <laughs> medal game and gives the thumbs up. Thumbs up. <laughs> and I think it was when he was filming this uh, Fast Six over in London. Wow. But that's got a pretty solid score on Rotten Tomatoes. Like I said, 77. Uh, for Fast Five, seventy-one for Fast Six. Oh. So we're oh. we're in uh, the meat of the lineup right here for sure. Okay, uh, as we start to wrap this up, Matteo, give us uh, your best Vin Diesel doing a British accent where he says, "This is England" or "This is London." <laughs> <laughs> Brav, mate. Bobby's this isn't no what this oh oh yeah how about this how about this yeah all right uh this is England (laughs) okay that's fine I hope we get it I hope we get it in Fast and Furious 6 uh Matteo thank you so much for joining us here for the last uh, two and a half hours and uh, for putting in the work watching all those movies before and listening to the podcast to join us here Yes, uh, as I told you earlier in the summer, I said, hey, I know you guys are going on vacation and stuff. If you need someone to hop on to anything, let me know. And uh, I said that, and then you made me watch five movies. <laughs> we didn't make you. you well, you, you're right. You chose right. to. You're right. You but uh, you got to put in the work. You got to well, put in the work. Well, we appreciate um, it. Thanks for having me, though, and good luck on your quest to watch these next five. Mm. Mm. Oh, you're yeah. out after this? This is it for you? Well, wow, I got every time. Well, well not, I mean, The Rock didn't leave after one movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll talk off, Mike. We'll talk off. <laughs> okay, okay. Right. okay, we we may have might end up with Tommy Lee in. Jones instead. <laughs> 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 I'd love to hear Tommy Lee Jones's five favorite parts of a car. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if they start, if they start, a badge holder. Gotta have a place to put my badge. Always got one. If they start driving other vehicles, like boats, for instance, I could do top top five parts of a boat. That's true. Uh, Interesting. No AC on a boat. I hope no no AC on a great to take a dog on a boat. A man's got to have a dog on a boat. Said Joel Myers once. That's right, Uh, guys. Keep your questions coming for fast friends. Email them in no dunks at theathletic.com. Put fast friends in the subject header there. Follow us on Twitter. Tweet at us at NoDunksInc. Leave your comments below the video on YouTube. I know a lot of you are doing that uh, with these shows. We really appreciate it, so keep doing that. And if you haven't, subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. And leave us that five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, if that's where you download and listen to the show. All right. We will see you guys next week for Fast and Furious 6. Matteo may or may not be back. You'll just have to tune in then to find out whether he's here. Take care, everybody.
As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.